uh, an obese like eight year old. You know, sometimes you gotta like it. pick sides with that shit though. Like my my family was really into Chi-Chi's growing Chi-Chi's. up. Chi-Chi's actually I had a when conversation. Chi-Chi's was a thing. Yeah, I had a conversation with someone that they were like, "Do you remember what Chi-Chi's was?" And I was like. Yeah, I think so. Well, see, but Never you guys, been inside. But you, you guys are too young, though. Like, yeah. I don't even know if the, I'm sh- there. Probably is a Chi Chi's around here still now, but there was one. I'm from Akron. Okay, so, nice. So uh, in Would, Montrose. Oh, uh, you're we're part of Akron. Oh, West phone? Akron. West Akron. Okay. Yeah, so pretty close to Summit Mall. Yeah, yeah. West Side um, for life. Uh, well, not really. I moved. Uh, yeah. so, but the um, but yeah, but uh, Montrose. Uh, yeah. So Montrose down there. That's where all the you know the restaurant hub is, and for yeah. a while there was a Chi-Chi's there. There was a couple of things there. It was Chi-Chi's, Rudolph's Ribs. All these places are gone. Yeah, Chi-Chi's and Rudolph's Ribs, and those are the only places we went as a kid. Yeah, yeah. And that was the shit. Like Chi-Chi's had fried ice cream. The shit made yeah. no sense to me. <laughs> I remember. Great, I do remember it's Chi-Chi's great. then. It's great. Yeah, and the whole time I'm eating, I'm like, how the fuck did you do this? That I was, was Chi-Chi's. First time I swore as a kid. I, I couldn't understand. I'm talking to my dad. Like, how the fuck do they do this, Dad? <laughs> like, because I didn't understand. Like, it's ice cream. How do they fry it before? Mike melts. Help me out. And he's like, "Son, I don't work here." Well, well that's the, that's the like beautiful thing is because you got that first curse word in, and your dad didn't know what the fuck was going on too. He so he did. He totally thing. was yeah. like, "I don't know what's going on either." Like, Went over his head. Yeah, <laughs> he was just as fucking lost. <laughs> so brilliant, brilliant timing on your part. Yeah, Chi-Chi's was the one. Chi-Chi's was the one for me. I yeah. got Chi-Chi's and Chili's confused as a kid. I never went to Chili's as a kid. I don't think I remember going to Chi-Chi's because when you said fried ice cream, I was like, "There's only a certain amount of places that have fried ice cream." I don't know any other place that has fried ice cream. I don't know any other place that's ever had it outside of the Chi-Chi's in Akron. Maybe it's just an Akron yeah. thing. I have maybe, no idea. Because it, <laughs> it was Chi-Chi's in Akron. There weren't any Mexican people actually working there. <laughs> no. It was just people. All, had, all the Mexicans, was, of, yeah, all the Mexicans and Puerto Ricans were in Lorraine. Yeah, they were I'm all Puerto Ricans. They were so all not racist. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were all in Lorraine. I don't know why. They all migrated to Lorraine yeah, like 70 years there, ago yeah. and never left. I know so many cousins. I'm like, oh, we're, we're related. We're related. I go to Lorraine. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, Ray. Me I'll too. I'll see you in two months and I come back. I love it. That was the second time I swore when I was at Lorraine. Oh, yeah. I went there to play baseball as a kid. All I saw all these Mexican people speaking Spanish, and I look at my dad like, "Dad, the fuck is going on here?" And he's like, "Son, I don't fucking understand." Let's go hit some dingers. This is yeah. where really, yeah, I'm just go gonna go hit some home runs. I, I like how you're like, you're like, "Why are all these Hispanics uh, yeah. here while baseball's playing?" And yeah. your, your dad's like, "Son, you need to learn something." <laughs> I understood the baseball. In due time. I did in not understand yeah. why they all migrated to Lorraine, Ohio. <laughs> that was a part. I even asked Morales that. He's like, "I don't know. We're just always there." There's a bunch of all Puerto Ricans. It's wonderful. <laughs> Uh, have you ever been to? Do you remember Ponderosa? Oh, oh shit, yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah. I used to love Ponderosa. Yeah. So like all of them, all the Ponderosas oh. in this area are obviously non-existent anymore. But my parents, because they're so weird, they found that there is a Ponderosa in Warren, Ohio, yep. and they drove to Warren, Ohio, <laughs> like two weeks ago, just for Ponderosa, <laughs> and they said it was subpar but just the memories there were like that was like our like for any fundraiser growing up it was ponderosa that's yeah. i think that happens when you get older like you 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 you're you turn into a ride or die with restaurants yeah like, like brand far, loyalty kicks as in. far as i knew when i was a kid in Akron, there was a place it was called jack horner's we went there every single yeah. sunday for uh for breakfast yeah and as far as i knew there was no other place in the city that had eggs all i know is jack horner's that's where i'm going to breakfast yeah. that's it yeah. yeah and i mean for like 30 years till it closed. It's just, yeah. <laughs> when I would come back for a Sunday, they'd be like, hey, we're going to meet. To, I, I know where I'm going. We're going to meet at Jack Warner. It's, it's always, <laughs> it's always J- Jackie H's. Yeah. So, you know. That and, uh, and Cracker Barrel. My dad was very, very consistent with his affections. <laughs> Never been to Cracker Barrel. He loved Never oh, Cracker, Cracker Barrel. They, they got those Ed and Nettie jawbreakers over there. I got to admit, I do like Cracker Barrel. It's... 
It's good. Really I like anywhere you can get breakfast all day, too. Oh, dude. Yeah. Big breakfast fan. Yeah. Big I do that three times a day. So no problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not an issue there. Grand Slam from Denny's. That's oh, yeah. Hits. I used to do this. Th- I miss Denny's, man. They're still around. Be, it used to be over here, and then they changed it to that Cane's. I'm so pissed. There used to be a Denny's? There was a, there was a Denny's right down the street. I didn't know street. that. Yeah. Like, right over That's here. Sad. Like, I could see it from my house. You got to go to the one on Brook Park. I hit up the one with uh, my dad and I have the same birthday. So every single birthday, July 17th, we both go to Denny's and get a free Grand Slam. Oh, and that's, that's together. Our, together. We have pictures and everything. Like, that's our tradition. <laughs> so we go to the one in Medina um, off Route 18. And that's that's what we hit up. And I always uh, fuck up some eggs. It's great. It is the best. <laughs> catch a body. Dude, catch, catch a body. body. Find <laughs> a dead body in the bathroom. Yeah, you know. I'll get done well, with that. Thank Denny's. God this food was free. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, what you will put up with for a free Grand Slam. Yeah. I love it. Can you pronounce your last name for me? Sure. It's Wasilko. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. All right. Wasil- it's like a windowsill co. Was- Wasilko. 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 Gabe Wasilko. Gabe Wasilko. All right. I think we're good to go. Cleveland picture extraordinaire. Yeah. Wow. Thanks Thanks for coming, first of all. Appreciate yeah, that. No problem. And I do want to – I told, was telling Brian this when I told him that you were coming on because he sounded, said the same thing. He's like, my God, I've been watching this guy's pictures for the yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you also sent – the kindest response I've ever received. We've had north of a hundred different people come yeah. on here. At some in yours was the nicest response. Are you serious? I, oh, by far. Oh, well, thank most you. Most oh. everyone's a dick. <laughs> Not a dick, it's just, but most people are just like, yeah, of course you'll have me on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Other people are like, oh yeah, that sounds fun. Yours, and I don't want to misquote you because it really is the kindest oh, thing that I've well, ever. Well, you said it was kind. I was just like, I'm just truly so thankful. I mean, it's it's. Well, there's you're kind of doing it right now. I'm not. <laughs> <even kidding. laughs> I mean, do you want me to repeat it? He sits down. I'm gonna read it, dude. He sits down and he's humble. Hello, thank you for reaching out and all your support. It means the world. Right there, I was just like, this is already way nicer than most people I know. Yeah. I appreciate you thinking of me. Would love to stop by and chat on the podcast. Let me know some dates that work on it, and thank you again for everything. I'm just. I think I even responded back. Well, this is the nicest. Yeah, you did. (laughs) And I was like, man, I like these people. These people are super nice. It was. It was really. And that's. It's. I don't know. People dig that kind of stuff. Again, I. I. No one's really mean when they respond. No, no. A lot of people are talking to. They're just so busy, and they're like, "Yeah, this is not a good time." How? I mean, we talk to people for months before they can actually come on. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was sitting there with my wife. I'm like, I'm so excited to meet this guy. <laughs> she's like, Hopefully, I don't like, let you down. This message. Yeah. She's like, Wow, he really was very nice. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for oh, that. Oh my no, thank thank you for thinking of me and and you know, it, it really it. I know it's hard to express that in kind of like a, a an Instagram DM or whatever. But I I am truly so thankful because it's just throughout this process I couldn't have imagined. Every like just the people that I've been able to meet and everything, it's it's it blows my mind. It's, so it sounds like you just won an award. <laughs> I like to not only thank God but Jesus. Yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm not gonna say anything about nothing about alopecia. Not just thank you everyone for being here. Just keep it basic, man. Keep it basic. Big guy upstairs, parents. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And this has been. I mean, this is. I mean, a relatively short time in the time that you've been doing this. Yeah. No, it's been. You it's, said pretty much what? How long? Um. Really, I started posting photos in January of 2021. So. Not even um, a year and a half. Not even a year and a half, and it just kind of started. Uh, the whole entire story is just wild, kind of how it started and everything. So well, let's we'll go back a little farther. So I mean, has photography always been something you're kind of into? So yes and no. So I've always been kind of around photography and and, and kind of the the uh, 
the art of it. I grew up, my dad was a, a video producer and then he did PR for our local school district and my mom uh, owns a small gift basket company. So I've always been around being a creative kind of minded person. But I don't know if you've ever had this thought growing up, but you want to do something different than your parents. Like you sure. don't want to mm -hmm. be in your parents' uh, kind of footsteps. So growing up, I was like, I want to do something as far away from the creative field. I'm not creative. Like that's, that's what I was telling myself. So um, I, I wanted to go, I, I went through high school wanting to be a doctor um, because that's like kind of the trendy thing that everybody says, if you want to be successful, go be a doctor or, or like whatever. a lawyer or yeah. something like that. Yeah, a doctor, lawyer. Before everyone explains loans to us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and how much school you have to do after you graduate. Oh, it's, like I'm done with school at 35 and I owe what? I don't feel like a doctor. I feel like a dumbass. Yeah. I know. I know. You have to be super dedicated. I mean, like I didn't want to go to school for like 12 extra years and, and definitely like to go through that grind. I have a lot of respect for people making $200,000 or $300,000 like a doctor, but they have earned it. Oh, and, yeah, um, man. Um, so, so mad respect to all the doctors out there, but that was, I found out quickly that wasn't for me. Um, so growing up, going throughout high school, that's kind of what I wanted to do. I ended up uh, post-graduation going to the College of Worcester, um, changed my medical background. I didn't want to do that anymore. I, I went into mathematics and political science. I was a big sports fan, and, and in high school when I was 16, I started uh, interning at the Akron Rubber Ducks in their creative services department, um, just doing the little things like pressing record on a, on a tape deck and, and, and bringing camera operators water and all that fun stuff. And um, <laughs> I just did it really to, to add something to my resume as I was applying for colleges uh, and just try to kind of... In, it was cool. I've always been a sports fan, so working at the ballpark was always like that's a cool gig. Yeah, it's a cool gig growing up, uh, and I was I was super grateful for that opportunity. And then after that first year, um, I graduated from bringing camera ops water, and I actually uh, um, was brought on in a part time capacity to to run basically the in game entertainment, the the video board, the music, all that fun stuff. Um, when I was seventeen years old, and, and and that was something that was was kind of wild to think about, but also something that. I was like, oh man, this is sports again. I never thought about it as a creatively as a career or anything like that. It was just something to have fun during the summers. And kind of from there, went throughout college, graduated from Worcester with a mathematics and political science double major. And then um, my senior year of college was brought on uh, with the Rubber Ducks in a full-time capacity to run their, so, uh, their, their creative services department. So that was everything from social media to marketing, graphic design, just really encapsulating the artistic brand of, of baseball. But again, that was like post-graduation leaving from college. I, I was just happy to have a job. I never really like thought, I was like, okay, maybe this is one thing to get my foot in the door um, in the sports world. And maybe I'd move on to become a sports agent or work in the front office somewhere. And after that first year of doing Rubber Ducks uh, full-time, it's like, ah, shoot, I guess I do have the creative bug. I, I kind of am following my parents' footsteps. Yeah. You know, a lot, you know, I, anyone that we, we talk all do to, that, artists, actually. musicians, you know, a lot of them, like, most of them when they're younger, I, a lot of times will say the same thing, I'm not creative. Yeah. You're not creative until you find the creative thing that you actually like doing. Yeah. And then you're like, holy shit, I'm creative. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and again, you just kind of have to find it. You know, sometimes it takes people a little bit longer, sometimes it's sooner, like in your case, but. Yeah, I mean, some most people don't think. I think people think that saying that I'm creative yeah. means that you're saying like I like it, like it's more like like a boasting. But I don't know. I don't think that it really is. I just think it's kind of a default. If you ask most people now, they're like, "No, I'm not creative." Yeah, and yeah. I I, th I think it's I think it's the creative is always a little bit harder on themselves. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And they're, and they're a little bit more self-critical. 
I mean, it's oftentimes when I talk with people and I can agree to this with myself too. It's like, you're the hardest on kind of your own work and, and what you're producing and, and other people might think it's, it's cool or it's great or, or things like that. But you're just like, ah, that picture wasn't great or, oh, that, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're a little bit more critical about yourself, but I think that's all in the process of there's a healthy amount of self-criticism, but also kind of like you need to to kind of not listen to that all the time and just kind of create what you want yeah. to create. So being creative is a lot like uh, like you know when you played sports and, yeah. and the coach's kid was on the team. Yeah, being a creative yeah. is you're you're the kid on the team and your dad's the coach and he's in the back of your head. <laughs> it's not good enough. Yeah, it's not. I need to get that rebound. I, I need know. To, I need to write this better joke now. It's, dad, it's, shut up. <laughs> yeah, it goes like yeah. sports are like sport is you could say sports are a child's game. Yeah, some people say, but it's also an art form. Like, yeah, have you seen a crazy layup? Oh, <laughs> there's you could just layup, but then someone like Kyrie just will oh, turn Kyrie. his hand and. Flip well, it around of, the rim. That, that stuff is creative. I mean, again, yeah. look at you know point guards in the '80s versus point guards today. You know, I mean, the the job was the same, but I mean, I mean to say that it's they're not more creative in the way that and they're doing almost the same moves, but they're just making it more like a crossover is just a thousand times more yeah. deceptive yeah. than it used to be. Yeah. yeah, that is creative. Plus, you ever see LeBron's outfits before the game? That's creativity. Russell right Westbrook's there. the best. Oh. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook dresses like a Disney character DJ or something. I don't know. <laughs> His outfits are awesome. I was I was more pumped for the Lakers this year, seeing that LeBron, Russell, and Carmelo were all on the same team because I knew that their outfits were going to be fire. Not necessarily, and it didn't pan out. I mean, no. But, no. but at least they had the fits on point. So. It's frightening. That's how all that matters. It's it is. It's, it's surprising. That's like a mathematical equation that no one can agree upon. Why did this not work? Well, it's <laughs> happened before. There, there's a lot because this. Know. I mean, like sports fan. Like I kind of knew. I was like, okay, they're gonna be. I I, I didn't yeah. think they're gonna be terrible, but I yeah. didn't think. I was like, ah, Carmelo's pretty old, and Westbrook's a little out of his prime. LeBron is one of the greatest players ever. Yeah. Uh, and he's and, still LeBron's having one of the best years of his life, like individually. He's still great. Oh yeah, uh, he's and, still and great. I thought Westbrook was still like right in that prime area. But he, like, it, but people, it, LeBron is weird because he gets so much criticism because he can have a year like this. Everyone's like, no, now he's not the greatest. But those same people forget about when the Lakers, when Kobe had a uh, uh, Dwight and Steve Nash. Yeah, and you look at that team. You look at that team compared to same on paper. You didn't it's get incredible, it. but then they just didn't mesh. Didn't work. You yeah. know, it's 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 honestly the curse of Alex Caruso. He goes over to the Chicago Bulls. He's balling. The Bulls are balling, yeah. and Lakers can't even make the playoffs. So they should have resigned Alex Caruso. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Rob Palinka, <laughs> the bald eagle. Yeah, <laughs> he was. So, Is that he, the hill you're gonna die on? Yeah, Alex I'm gonna Caruso. die on the Alex Crusoe hill. You know, <laughs> Alex Crusoe averages like nine points a game, but every point is a highlight. It we matters. love. We're big. This is an Alex Crusoe stand love podcast. That, He's that a hustler. Great, I love that. I love the art of just him diving for balls, playing gritty defense, no. like doing the little things. And those are the things that LeBron, I think, appreciated. That's why he honestly probably had a spot on the Lakers when he was starting his career, because he moved up from the G League and everything yeah. and, and, and had to bust his butt to, to, to get there. But, um, you know, I think LeBron appreciates that. And, um, yeah, he's not there anymore. So He's always had – LeBron's always had, a, like, a hustler. Delhi Recently, he had yeah. Delhi. Delhi. Rondo for a minute. Yes. Rondo's a hustler. I don't know, early on with the uh, – not Ray Allen. Ray Allen was, like – 
I mean, you get Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers was a hustler. He, he you can grinded. Him as a hustler. UD. Well, I mean, his first couple of years in the league, most of the Cavs were just kind of grinders. None of yeah. them were perennial all-stars. They were all just a lot of journeymen, yeah. a lot of them, but they all just kind of grinded out to get to the finals. They just didn't have you yeah. know that extra step to get there. But Anderson Verjao. Anderson Verjao. He he's the ultimate Cavs hustler. He's so great. Oh, my god. He walks so Delhi could run yes. faster. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he did the dirty work. <laughs> Hell, I Delhi, missed that. Delhi's set for life financially because of that team. No one's yeah. picking that And Corona. Up. Corona. The Bucks are like, what is this guy? Let's give him 30 million. And then like, why did we give this guy 30 million? Yeah. Then he came back. And yeah, the Cavs are like, we'll take him back. Yeah. We're all like, come on home, Delhi. NEJ. Come on, Delhi. Come home. That I'm was coming that home. Was so, awesome. um, what, uh, I, I, so when did it start turning into, like, cause you said you, you then got brought on kind of like part time yeah. to kind of start getting into these things. And then you really start looking into the future. I know you were still kind of had your eye on like maybe like a sports agent, yeah. something in that realm. When did it, I mean, this isn't that long ago. You're a young guy. Yeah. So when did it shift into kind of where we are now? Well, it really started that kind of that mindset of, of, that kind of helped me with the photography was developed back in that, that after that first year with the rubber ducks where I really bought into, okay, I'm going to try my best to make this creative space in sports kind of something that I, I want to be, take to the next level and really, really be good at and, and, and be good at kind of the work I was doing. And it was a lot to learn kind of, especially at that time, because I didn't really have any formal education and things like Photoshop, Adobe Illustrator, Adobe Creative Suites, video editing, video footage, photography. So it was a lot of, I, I, I was able to, to learn a lot from YouTube videos and, and kind of talking with people, talking with my dad um, about just learning the craft of creative, creating videos, creating different different assets that I was using at my time with the Ducks. So that thought process kind of got started there when I bought into to trying to learn as much as I can to be as, be as good as I can with kind of the work I was doing. And then from yeah. there, um, the pandemic hit and sports kind of took a took a stop. I mean, my, we didn't have a minor league baseball season that year. Um, everything was kind of we were we were just trying to make ends meet as a as a ball club with the Ducks, trying to host high school games safely and all that stuff. And it was a lot of work. There was a lot of heavy reliance on video and social media because that was like the way to connect with fans. So sure. yeah. during that time, I was it was great because I was learning a bunch about different things with, with social media and, 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 and putting my video and, and, and kind of creative skills to the test. But I didn't have that creative outlet that, you know, so many creatives look for when they're they're trying to enjoy their work and take their work to the next level. It's sometimes you get caught up in the grind of like, oh, I got to do this. I have to do this. And I didn't have that one escape from all the stress of work and, yeah. and stuff like that. And then it kind of fast forward to the start of, of, of 2021. My, my dad, unfortunately, had COVID at the time, so I was stressed about that, and, and I didn't really have that creative escape. So I had my camera that I was using a lot for the ducks. I used it for video, but I didn't really use it for photography. So at that point, I kind of said, okay, I'm going to try to try to learn a little bit more about my camera. It's, we're in the middle of the pandemic. It's like December. Nothing's happening in the world. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to set a goal in myself to learn my, my camera a little bit better. And that same mindset I used back with the rubber ducks trying to learn a lot of the skills for my job, I started to apply in, in a photography sense of how can I learn my camera better. So I, I would go out around Cleveland, around this area, Akron, the parks, and just try to shoot different things and, and, and learn my camera, learn the different things from shutter speed to ISO to aperture to long exposures, just to capture some of the the, the, the essence of, of Cleveland, this area that we live in, because I 
it was it was kind of fun at the time growing up not necessarily always in the city um there's a lot of new things i was learning and seeing and i was yeah. like man this is this is really cool this is a cool city we live in but but no one's really like talking about it no one has that that mouthpiece to to talk about cleveland but there's so many people that are proud to be from cleveland ohio oh yeah so that was kind of from there it went from learning my camera a little bit better and trying to get better at the skills of of photography to how can I how can I showcase Cleveland in a creative way and a, a lens and really give people a a, a a way to talk about their city because so many people love this place so many people and it's it's an amazing city it's I mean my favorite city uh, I'm a little biased but from there it just got into the routine of posting one photo a day to try to get better and really just kind of highlight what this what the city is and and then from there it just has is gone to something I could never even imagined yeah do, do you, what was the first one. But the, the the first that kind of kicked everything off, the first Cleveland photo. Gosh. Do you remember? Um, so I, I kind of there there's a couple of different parts just in the past year that stand out. There was one photo I did of the flats. It was a super icy, um, like super icy river and like the like sometimes when like a freighter goes through and the the, the ice is kind of melted, but not yeah. really. It's like like all the yeah, it's slushy and all the ice shards come up. And I grabbed a shot of 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 the flats of the east bank of the flats it's like collision by. bend like the, yes, when the bed right, collides right over there it I looks grabbed, very yeah. cool i remember yeah. the time yeah i grabbed a shot over there and and, and on twitter i think that got a, a couple thousand likes and this was like i think at the time i had like five or six hundred followers so i was riding high i was like oh man i didn't think this was ever gonna happen yeah but i think the first area that it kind of hit was it was during the nfl draft and and it was so cool to go down to the fan zone and see the city just electric this was the first event post-covid so everybody was just happy to kind of be be out and about and and it was really cleveland on the main stage and it was cool to see cleveland host an like an event safely coming out of this pandemic that was lasting for a year and a half two years so um, everybody was super exciting and, and the city was, was lit up. Everybody was downtown. Everyone was, else was lit. Yeah. Everybody was lit. <laughs> everybody was having a good time. And, and something that was lit was actually the terminal tower. They were lighting it up with the different teams. Um, when, when a team was on the clock, they had the different logo up on there. And Oh, I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah. It yeah. was cool. It, it was, it was really cool to see kind of, and then they had the helmets too down over there by the, uh, mall C that they had all 32 different helmets for each NFL team. But, I think the one thing was, it was the Browns drafted. This was when they drafted Greg Newsom. Yeah. I think it was 22nd or 21st, it was somewhere in the early 20s. Um, I walked over to the Terminal Tower to to grab a shot of. They had the fountains in in front of the Terminal Tower that they were going, and they had the Browns logo up on the on the on the building. And I was there to kind of grab a grab a shot. And I remember getting the shot after they were on the clock, and then walking back to my car. Um, to, to edit the photo, and there were a couple people that were, were tweeting at me, hey, did you get the, the Browns Terminal Tower picture? Um, and I was, like, walking back to my car. I remember, like, oh, shoot. Like, people are actually, like, reaching out to me to see if I got a shot. This is kind of wild. Like a DJ. They're like, can, we, can I get a request? Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was – and that was kind of the moment when I posted that, and, and, and a lot of people kind of saw it and, and reacted to it. It was a very humbling experience, and that was kind of like, a, oh, shoot, this is this is a lot of fun. This yeah. is cool. It's cool, when people, especially when people start interacting with you. Yeah. And you're like, wow, they're actually 
Because, I mean, I mean, how many pictures do people look at in a day? Some people yeah. look at hundreds, you know? Yeah. But then they start coming across, and they're really kind of invested. They really like it. And they're like, you know, with your whatever you want to call it, style or thing, yeah. why don't you go try? And then they'll name, like, probably one of their favorite places yeah. in the city. Like, you should check. Because there's so many. Like, you know, yeah. you're talking about... You know, Cleveland and people really like the city. I mean, we all have five or six places that you're just like, for some reason, like when I'm in this spot, like I can think of a couple right now. Just when I'm in this spot, I don't know why I'm just happier. I, I, I really like just sitting right here. Yeah. I can see this or I can see that. You know, it, just like everyone has like favorite restaurants, like people yeah. have favorite spots. Yeah. And yeah. You photos hit, capture that. Yeah. You hit the nail right on the head. Really, it's, I love the photos because. Obviously, it's, it's cool to take the photos and get great sunrises and sunsets, but really it's learning the stories of why a certain photo is special to someone and meeting the people that the photo resonates. Like you, when, when people started to reach out to me and, and, and talk to me on social media, I'm just, I, I try to reply to everybody and, 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 and build relationships with some of the people that reach out because it really means a lot to me that they're taking some time out of their day to, to, to send me a message or send me a reply to a photo. But I love learning a lot, those little tidbits of what's special to other Clevelanders because I feel like it's something that we can celebrate and, and I want to learn a little bit more about yep. what why people love this city and, and I want to capture those moments. But um, it's it's cool to build those relationships on, on social media. It's cool to yeah. highlight. I mean, you know, Cleveland's a prideful city. You know, yeah. they, they do. Like there's, um, there's a lot of cities. Like I've been – I've traveled to a lot of cities and a lot of cities like, like Boston's another one. Like, I mean, they yeah. are – Boston is a Boston city. You know, they fucking really get behind their people yeah. and their teams and everything. But then there's other cities, like if you go to like a San Diego, because it's like a transplant city. You know, not every, no one's really from there. Like I remember being out in San Diego, and I was like, one, it's so dumb that the games are earlier because now I have to get up earlier. <laughs> yeah. But two, but it was also like, hey, where's everyone watch the game? They're like, wherever, because, you know, no one's really from here. You know, so you find like a backer bar. Like, I mean, it wasn't like – like people were in Chargers gear, but it wasn't – and it's no one's fault. You know, if I were to move to San Diego tomorrow, I'd still cheer for the Browns. Yeah. You know, so but it's different. Like there are some cities that are, that are like that. Cleveland is like that. They super get behind – they're people. They like to collaborate within the city. Mm -hmm. The teams, obviously, and they just—they really like to highlight, especially if you like a, a city like Cleveland. Like I, I like the bigger cities, but uh, this is more my vibe. Oh, that's that's how I am too. People ask me, like, "Hey, would you ever go to a different city, or would you ever travel around and take photos?" And really, for me, this is home. This is where I, I, I love Cleveland. I love the people. I love being able to showcase the, the assets of this area in any way I can, and. I going to like a San Diego or someplace that's quote unquote warmer than Cleveland and and, and it's which just, is everywhere. It's, which is everywhere, <laughs> you know. I mean, we just played a baseball game yesterday and it, we were competing with the Oakland A's of who had the most fans, but I think it's that was just because of the weather. You know, it's I there's something special about this area and, and the fans that are dedicated to the Browns. It's I mean, that 0-16 season with the Browns and you saw fans out there that were so passionate about it. It's, they just wanted a reason to to celebrate and have fun and have a good time. Short-term memory, man. Short-term memory. Yeah. Every Sunday morning they're like, this is the week. This yeah. is it. We're, gonna we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is the week. I think we I think we got all the bad games out of yeah. us. <laughs> you know, that's just the way it that is. That year yeah. was insane because every year I was like, there's no way we're gonna go 0 and 16. There's yeah. no way. And then you start hearing rumors. Like I think who organized I forgot, I think uh Mike Polk had something to do with organize, like helping yeah. organize the yeah. uh, the parade. And uh I was like, There's not gonna be a parade. Yeah. Because we're not we're gonna win the last game. And we almost won the last game. 
There's... But we missed that first down. Uh, Kaiser threw it to Corey Coleman. Yeah. And it went right through his hands. And it was like, that's the most Browns play ever. To, to lose every game in the one game we could win. Uh, he could catch it if he just attached his hands. Yeah. <laughs> if he just attached them, it would have been fine. Yeah, but I mean, that's again. But a bit, but if you live here, because you may not like, that's such a Cleveland play. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that's the, like, anytime you're at a Cleveland game and we miss an extra point in the second quarter, you're like, that's going to come back to get us later. But only, <laughs> like, only, we, only we can say it, though. Yeah. Oh, Anytime yeah. another guy was like, "Yeah, you shut the fuck up, Baltimore. <laughs> you shut oh, yeah. your mouth. If I'm in you're like, allowed to say this. We, you, yeah. we gave you that ring. That ring you got. That's ours. Yeah. Technically. If I'm in Indianapolis and someone's just like, "Yeah, man," but they're so dog shit. I'm like, "Hey, you know, buddy, you need to watch your mouth." Yeah, I didn't plan on fighting, but I'm all out of bubble yeah, gum. But quite frankly, <laughs> yeah, my wife's behind you, by the way, too, ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> she's ready. Hey. She doesn't get Cleveland dirty hey. on you. Clevelanders are just looking for something to celebrate and have a good time. Like <laughs> we are, we are. Yeah, we, we don't need much. We don't need much. We don't need much, but. We definitely bring the vibes. We bring. We like to celebrate. We have like to have a good time, even if we we suck on the field. We're just looking to to bond over something. So yeah, it, I love it. That's very. You're a very positive person. Super. I try to be positive. You are very positive. Well, because yeah. I'm po- I'm positive, but uh, like I, Joe, you've probably seen me get. I'm still. I'm a positive person. Yeah. But I believe every it. year. I get a little bit more jaded, uh-huh. like a little bit. You probably noticed oh, a little just, bit. That's just age. Yeah, it's just age. Every year, I'm just like, I don't, I don't hate that. I just strongly dislike it. <laughs> and then every year, new little things. Yeah, turning into a grandpa slowly and surely. I don't know if it's doing stand up or just getting older or both. Yeah, but it's a healthy blend. But you'll, but you're still like Brian's. I'm, is, I'm very Brian's positive. Very positive. If Brian, oh, I believe it. If Brian, from here on out, if Brian sees you anywhere, even though. You don't know each other that well. Brian's going to just come and say hi to you because he's just that guy. And I'll yeah. probably give him a hug if he's Yeah, no, we'll hug it out. We'll hug it out. He's always like a really – he's like even someone – like he's done so many shows with so many comics. If he sees a comic that hasn't done comedy in five years – and he hasn't seen him in five years, but then yeah. he runs into him. Brian's gonna go up and say hi to him. Like, hey man, I hope everyone's going. That. Yeah. This is yeah. the way he is. I walk up to people's tables sometimes. It's really I'm like, I shouldn't do this. Oh no, that's Greg though. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, like, oh my god, Brad Starnick, what's up? And I'm like, yeah, what's up, Greg? How you doing? You still doing that thing with your wife? He's yeah, like, no, we divorced. I'm like, ah, you're happier. <laughs> How's the dinner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I if I see people that that I know or or, or kind of, I, I get so excited when I see people that I care about and see people I know. It's I just I just try to bring that positive energy and a lot of energy. It's probably the coffee too. I drink a lot of coffee. So. Oh, are you are you a caffeine hey. head? Oh, I uh, uh probably. I drink a lot of like I probably have at least 3 cups of coffee a day. Oh, so. wow. Like like a- morning, mid and then late or? Yeah, so 4:30 when I wake up, grab that coffee, probably have one around 12 or 1 as I'm starting to kind of middle of the work day, slowing down a little bit and then I'll probably have another one um in the evening or, or something like that's that. why you're so happy it's because you're organized as hell i, I try i try to. I, I see it because i'm not organized that no, i'm not, not organized not even i, I want to be organized <laughs> that's my goal but yeah it's, it's like my parents i'm like it's like you it's know gonna happen. We, you know, gonna yeah, what you said earlier they're not organized so yeah. like, i'm gonna be organized and then like three months later i was like my car's a mess i'm not organized yeah <laughs> also where's my car yeah and also where's oh it got towed again okay my keys too. <laughs> i didn't start drinking coffee until the pandemic Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm at two a day, but I, I do them back to back. Oh, I'm, really? Like, I usually, so I'll get up usually around 5 30. I get back here probably around 7 30 or 8. Okay. Uh, start the, the coffee because I'm in a different time zone with my work, so I don't have to actually really do shit till nine. Yeah. Uh, so, but then, but yeah, I'll do, I'll do half a pot and then I'll do back to back. I'll do just finish that, go up, finish it again. And yeah. Yeah. I'm 
super jittery for like, but I've gotten used to it. But I almost probably two years ago I wasn't really drinking coffee at yeah. all. Just, yeah. Every once in a while to try to wake up, but now I'm pretty much every day. Do you drink it black? Yeah, and that's how I do. Is it, it too. right when you wake up, you drink like a glass of water and then a black cup of coffee? Actually, I do. I do the. Okay. I, well, you got to get the system. I've been thinking going. about. I've been thinking about going. doing that every day because I'm the type of person where I'll get up and I'm like, I don't got anything to do today. I'm gonna hang out for another half hour, and then it turns into well, two I, hours. I got in the habit of the. Uh, I'm watching my, my Netflix. wife got me one of those big water bottles that keeps yeah. your water warm. So that thing is just kind of always full, always has ice, and that's another. Miracle. It fills itself. It's just. I wake up. It's usually by the bed. Yeah, a couple swigs of that. To, I always have water first before I get going, and then that's what I that's yeah. what I like to do too. Yeah. A little water, a little coffee, and then I, I hit the road and, and try to go get some shots in the morning before work. So yeah. that's a good time to get. And it, not though, right? not alcohol yeah. pictures. No, we're not talking about alcohol. <laughs> At, in the in the evening, we might be talking about. It'd be alcohol, funny. You're like, yeah, dude, then I get drink a cup of coffee, a bourbon, some water, you know? get a couple shots down, then get yeah. my day started. <laughs> hey, you know, depending on the day, I might do a couple tequila yeah. shots. Yeah, but... I didn't know you were a bartender too. Hey, you know. <laughs> I try to. That's that's gotta make ends meet sometimes. Yeah, you know? I, I get creative in different ways. You know. Yeah. Well, the 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 more so the morning is probably a really good time to get some shots. Yeah. That most of us won't see. Yeah. Because who the hell's up at four thirty? Yeah, you know? I, and it really varies because you know with the time zone or the time changes and and in, in the winter you know oh, sunrise yeah. is like at eight o'clock, which is sometimes nice because I can have a little extra time in the morning to do some stuff. But I'll yeah I'll wake up, I'll get my coffee, I'll drink my water, go hit a forty five minute workout and. And then um, just go take some photos before going to the office. And it's nice. It's really cool because, yeah, you get to see those sunrises and sunsets that um, some people are, are sleeping or not not awake for. And I'm able to kind of post them on social media so they, they can keep sleeping. Yeah, I want people to get their eight hours of sleep. I'll, sure. take, I'll take the hit. I'll do like the four or five. But, um, but it's, it's also a nice time to like have that a time where you're alone you can process things and kind of it's zen it's 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 relaxing like a mild meditation yeah you know people meditate people sit there they sleep i just like yeah. to go drive around cleveland at like there's a comfort and solitude that i think yeah it's, that that's kind of underrated that you know because in uh, when people talk about being alone there's like it, i think there's more of a anxiety kind of like depressive like connotation to it yeah but there is i mean i there are times i very much enjoy just silence not talking and just and i mean again what a great like i like driving yeah you know like i, I like cruising putting on some nice music yeah i just oh, yeah. I like i i kind of like the 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 solitude sometimes it's it's good it's it's nice to kind of reset and kind of oh, get yeah. your mind right and i yeah. think that was such a misconception that we have around like just life in general it's the the whole you have to be with people all the time. And if you're by yourself or you're taking time for your, yourself, you're either selfish or, or you're a loser that doesn't have any friends. And yeah. Really, it's it's like that whole entire idea. Like, I, I'll go out to, like, I'll grab a, a bite to eat by myself just to, like, process things. Or in my mornings, like, kind of my alone time where I can kind of go through my head and, and, and get ready for the day. And I think those moments are so important because then you're ready to, when you're in a situation with people or you're you're looking to, to spend time with your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, just trying to like give them your all, you can because you gave a little bit to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it's important. As a society, there's a weird uh, like social thing. Uh, it's nothing wrong if you're codependent. Yeah. But society does kind of throw 
the codependency at you. Yeah. Like yeah. you're happier if you have someone to lean on. Yeah. Which is true because sometimes you can lean on yourself. Like, yeah, yeah it is that other person. Uh, I, I get that because I love, I love me some alone time. Yeah. I don't even need to do anything important. Sometimes yeah. I could just be like, I'm just going to walk around. That's okay. Walk around for like That's 20 okay. Minutes. Yeah. And hey. it's also okay if people need, because I'm that dude, like if I, if I, if I'm having a long day, I'm like, I'm going to go to the bar, get some food, yeah. have a drink or something alone. When I was younger, I used to be like, man, like when I was like 21, I'm like, man, the fucking losers, man. Yeah. Just go to oh, yeah. get the bar alone. When you see somebody sitting at the bar by themselves. Leave like, a, leave when I was chump. younger, I'd see someone at the bar by themselves. I was like, that guy took some wrong turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm just like, I get it. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> get it, and it's yeah. 100%. Good. I'm going to sit by myself and yeah. have a drink somewhere too. But yeah, yeah. but the, the, there is. Like, the, the codependency is like anything else. Like, too much or too little can be detrimental. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm married. We're dependent on each other. Yeah. You know, but like, I mean, we talk about like the, the solitude stuff. One of my favorite things to do, especially now it's getting warmer out, just, you know, put in my AirPods and just walk down to like that addiction place and just yeah. get like a coffee. Yeah. It's not a long walk. It's maybe 15 there, 15 back. Yeah. But it's 15 minutes where I'm just not really it's, thinking about it. It's anything. just you. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's so much, in, especially in this work from home where the barriers of like work and home yeah. and everything are so like kind of broken down. And I sometimes have that like working and then like going to, okay, I'm going to go to a portrait session now. I'm going to go get some sunrise and sunset set shots. And then I got another thing I'm doing. It's like you go from like seven or eight in the morning all the way to like seven or eight at night. And like you're just working or you're doing stuff for other people. And sometimes yeah. you forget about doing something for yourself until you're too tired and you want to go sleep or or like you're 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 just winding down, and it's having that moment where you can say, okay, I'm gonna go on that walk, or I'm gonna go get that coffee, or I'm gonna go sit at the bar and, and get some good food. Because Cleveland also has some really good food options. Oh my god, I, I oh, love yeah. the food. I could talk for hours. Oh, about just the, me too. The, the, the places that I love. <laughs> I mean, we can talk for 20 minutes on wings, on pizza, on yeah. breakfast. Oh, I could just go. Mm. Forever. I Half just, of our episodes are Joe's favorite bar owners. <laughs> I have had people on And we here. talk about food for like 40 <laughs> we, minutes. We've talked about I love like, it. What we talked about like is when, like, when people respond. Yeah. I remember Alex at Jukebox. So, like, oh, was, yeah. I love Jukebox. He's, yeah, so good. I do, that Alex is like, hey, I'm happy to talk to you, but I got to ask, why'd you reach out? I'm like, yeah, I just love your bar. <laughs> yeah. <And> selfishly, <laughs> I wanted to meet you because it's one of the first places that I went when I moved up here. Yeah. And I've loved it ever. I talked to Alex like two days ago. Yeah. Like, it's one of my, it's still one of my favorite places in the city. I just yeah. love it. I love the vibe. Yeah. I love the people. Great beer selection. Good bar food. I love their underrated patio. Just everything about that place is great. And the thing about Jukebox and Alex, it's so funny because he doesn't know. He probably doesn't know who I am, but I remember him because I called it was pierogi week, and I'm, I'm part Polish and Ukrainian, so we we definitely get get active on some pierogies. But um, <laughs> when we when we went down there. Um, he like treated me like I was on the phone asking if he had any tables open and stuff like that. And he like was so nice. And my friends were teasing me because we, like we were talking and they heard me on the phone talking to him. They're like, man, like, you know, you, do you know the owner and everything? Like you seem like you have a good like connection. I was like, this is the first time I've talked to it's the just guy, him. but yeah. I felt like I knew the guy for, for a while. And he's just a good dude. Yeah. You know, like he, yeah. he actually has friends that live like three doors down from me. Oh, cool. And, uh, the band. Oh, you guys know a band. Three doors down. <laughs> I love that band. All right. Great. Sorry, sorry, I had to cut the momentum. I was like, what? Right. <laughs> Have you had them on the pod yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're great. No, we haven't had POD on the pod yet. Oh, not, not POD. <laughs> not BOB. But he, uh, about a week after he was on, he sent me an email. I was like, hey, man, I'm down the street from you. Oh, you wow. Know, I'm friends with, uh, you guys want to meet your neighbors? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, 
I, I wish I'd known. We, we, yeah. we just can't right now. I'm yeah. literally already like half asleep, but I can't because I just I can't. And my wife is like, I can't get up. I've already done my routine. I'm done. Yeah. This there's done. no more coffee. But yeah. Just, and then I, <laughs> yeah, then I saw him. Uh, I saw him a couple weeks after we did the Beard and Broad podcast. Yep. I went out had some beers with Ben and Julia, yeah. and he knows them. And I mean, same thing. It's like. He came up and he's like, "What's up?" Like we'd seen each other three yeah. days ago. Yeah, you know he. That's just he talks to everyone. That's why everyone likes him and likes that place. Oh, it's such a great place. It's yeah, one of my yeah. favorites over in that Hingetown yeah. area. Love that. Yeah. I love that. It's so good. Yeah, there's not a bunch of nice areas. There's a bunch of different like because there's a bunch of I do that the Cleveland funny bus. Yes, yeah. Have seen that that bus with uh, me yelling? It looks kind of funny. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. It's yeah, funny. with a guy that's screaming at all the pedestrians. Yeah, I'm like, who hey. just who are on their solitude walk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, people are. Oh, I'm ruining solitude walks. And then I can't get my own. I'm like, karma. <laughs> I'm not allowed to have this. Susan's going out for her alone time or 15-minute walk, oh, and you yeah. just ruined it. I'm so. like, hey, hey, lady. <laughs> Stupid Crocs. Hey, lady. <laughs> just playing like a song, Girls Night or some oh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah. We but but we go through like, so I have to stay, like I stay educated on like a lot of places on the tour. Yeah. And like just, I say this on the tour sometimes, like we hit Tremont, we hit downtown, okay. the Flats, yes, Tremont, Ohio City. Okay. And every time I'm like, these, these are these are all different subcultures. Like, all these areas are different subcultures. Yeah. The only thing they have in common is good food and a place to get wasted on the weekends. Yes. Like that's, and the, just the food options going through, I've been to every single place, and it, it's it's pretty much a pick your poison. Yes. It's, it's so great. And it's so fun, too, because, I mean, something about me, like, we talked about having that time to, to kind of decompress. It's one thing I take to a whole new level, and I'm very religious about, is Taco Tuesday. Like Taco Tuesday, getting tacos on Tuesday and going to these different places is something. It's on my calendar every single week. Like people know not to bug me during Taco Tuesday. What, what are What's your, your favorite what are taco? Your taco oh, gosh. So Favorite taco. There's there's a lot. So um, I would make you have to say one. You can say like three or four. Okay. Give, okay. give us your tops. So the yeah. one that I normally go to, I meet up with a couple of friends, and you both are welcome if you ever want to come through on Taco Tuesday. But um, <laughs> it's, come through. Yeah, come through. Uh, I, we go to Taco Tantos the most. Yeah. So Taco Tantos oh, is yeah, great. Oh, yeah, I love Taco Tantos. Because the value is there it's like you get a taco for five dollars or four dollars or whatever your kind of size and it's big like you can eat that and feel pretty pretty good and i get the el bigo burrito yeah mm -hmm. chef's kiss so good they put potatoes yeah. in the burrito it's wonderful and they they grill it they bake it yeah. they're the home of the baked it's burrito so yeah good and then they have, of course they have the like cheese the is perfect lip. when you eat it. So Plus, good. my wife and I, because when you order nachos, like to go, like Uber Eats, the nachos come in like a pizza box, and you get to make your own yes. nachos. Like that, oh, that's I a didn't big. Know that. My wife and I loved like on a Saturday where we're like, hey, you know what? We're not doing anything today. We're watching shows. We're watching movies. Let's order taco tantos. Yes. We're like, well, we're gonna make nachos, right? Yeah, yeah. it's great first. You're coming out the gate, you're doing really well. Taco tantos is one of my favorites. Probably the one that I go to at least with like the crew that I go with on taco tuesday um the most we go there we like el carnicero a little pricey but the guacamole we went there during guac week yeah so good <laughs> i love how there's weeks for like there's not only a now it's like sub genre oh yeah there's taco week and there's like oh we also have guac week and i'm probably <laughs> celebrating all of them because you know I yeah. especially on a tuesday i can't yes. go into el carnicero and not get a little fucked up from tequila too because they have a pretty good tequila selection yes and every time i go in there i'm like oh, i just get some chips get a beer and then my wife and i end up canceling whatever plans we had because we've already had and then it just turns into where we have like this 
this communication where we're like we've written off this day right all right let's just yeah. keep going yeah and we'll just start doing like the, some silver shots and yeah are you uh, tequila fan lo- oh, i'm not until i start doing that i am i'm, I'm like, a big tequila like it happens like twice a year and yeah. i didn't really get into tequila until i went to mexico and i learned like yeah americans you're doing it all wrong yeah and then they walked me through it and then they started giving me like Try this, try mm-hmm. this. And I was like, there's actually really good, smooth, good tequilas. Yeah. Yes, all, El Carnicero's food is also top notch. So good, so good. I, I need to go with my U.S. top tequila. Yes, please go. Honestly, um, it's it's the best. It's not too cheap, not too expensive. Espalone Silver. Espalone Silver, so good. Is that your favorite, too? I love Espalone. Oh, yeah. No, we're raging on a Tuesday, that's for sure. So there's es- <laughs> I like Espalone. I also, you know, um, so my top three are, yeah, Espalone. I'm a big fan of LeBron's Lobos. Have you had that yet? I have not had Lobos. It's very good. I've just, seen it. I've never had it. Yeah. I just got it from my my one friend, Dan the Man. Shout out to Dan the Man. Um, he <laughs> was uh, – it was his birthday, so I had to hit, hook him up with some Lobos. Sure. But it's, Happy it's, birthday, Dan the Man. Dan the Man. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell him that I gave him a shout out on this yeah. podcast and he'll listen. Right in the and middle. Then, like, and then at, Brian radioed it real at quick. At the 37-minute <laughs> mark. We're probably at 37 minutes. 43. Oh, right, okay. Perfect. That's still very yeah. accurate. Now, he'll, he'll listen to the entire thing. He's a good guy. But yeah. – um, um, yeah, so we got some Lobos for him, and then a little Casamigos, too. Casamigos. Casamigos is solid. Yeah, so. Casamigos. There's also the, the Rocks tequila. I forgot what okay. it's called. Um, um, uh, not uh, – I forgot what its name is, but if you look up the Rocks tequila. Yeah. That is Isn't Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne, the, you know, yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson from the movie The Rundown, you know? And the Scorpion King. I remember from the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, that movie was great. The, what's that other one where he's the I football? love you said the rundown because I love that movie. Yeah, you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson from the classic movie The Rundown. <laughs> Scorpion King. You're saying it like you're saying like you know that like the movie Precious based on the book by Sapphire. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> the Rock. Yeah, like Jamie American, Lee Curtis Am- isn't in it. Yeah. American Treasure. From Freaky Dwayne Friday, she's yeah. not oh, in it. Wow. Freaky Friday's Jamie Lee Curtis is not in the movie. That's a great movie, by the way. But. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, his he's got a really good tequila. Oh, I, again, uh, I can't remember the name, but every time I have it, it's smooth. It goes good with an energy drink or like a, a juice. Yeah, it's yeah. very enjoyable. I get it with a Red Bull sometimes. Nice. So I'm feeling I, uh, frisky. Ooh. When you yeah. do, when you do <laughs> shots, what do you have your tequila shots with? You know, I mean, I'll just do straight tequila sometimes. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. So, and I asked because when I went down to Mexico is when I learned about the oranges and the cinnamon. Yeah. Because they're and I'm just like, why did you just give me an orange and cinnamon? And the guy was like, because you Americans fucked everything up. Yeah, <laughs> we don't do the lemon and the salt. I don't know yeah. why you guys started doing that. They don't do that. I think they some do, but they're just like, no. I mean, if you want, if it's, it's a like good, a white girl thing, it's like lemon and salt. Yeah, it's basically like if you, you make walk, it chilled. I don't want any ice cubes. Yeah, like if like you that. walk up to a dummy and say, "Can I have a really good beer?" and they're like, "Sure." You want like a natty ice, <laughs> like like that chilled. But the guy was a just, natural. The guy was just natural. like, I don't. The guy's like down here, and for most, we either drink it straight or if you yeah. are gonna have these chasers, it's cinnamon and orange. And I'm okay. like, Hey man, I trust you. Yeah. And it was delicious. Oh, it's good. I've <laughs> had it's it. It's so good. It's I'm like. Oh my God, we are stupid. Yeah, no. Who started that shit? <laughs> but like, it comes back to the, the whole. I, I love coffee because I love the flavor of the coffee. Like, I don't like to add different like creams and sugars into it. I, I mean, am the same. Sometimes it tastes good, but like, I like to appreciate just kind of the the complexity of the tastes. And I'm not a big wine guy though, so um, I'm not either. Yeah, uh, it just depends on like I'll have wine every depends once in a while, but mine because yeah. so I'm more like a, a whiskey person. Okay. And same thing. Like, I don't really like mixed drinks. Like, I yeah. don't want. I don't want a rum and coke. I don't want a, a Jack and Coke. I don't yeah. I had straight or beer. And if I'm doing cocktails, then yeah, then we're going to Cloak and Dagger or LBS. Oh, I love Cloak like and that. Dagger. We we're just yeah. talking about that today. 
So yeah, good. that place is fantastic. Uh, Casey, one of the owners there, she yeah. came on and she oh, was awesome. That's awesome. I just went there a little because and she she was blowing me away with this like vegan deviled eggs and yeah. I'm like how are you doing this and I had them <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that they taste just like deviled eggs the texture is incredible that they mm-hmm. were able to duplicate it yeah. but she said that the chef for his like basically his interview just showed up with he's like this is the best resume I can give you here's how I make eggs and they're vegan yeah and that place is top notch I oh, love that place yeah. the vibes is there I was actually talking with a couple buddies legit probably 30 minutes before I stopped by because we're trying to get a, a group together to go to Cloak and Dagger try the new spring menu so Oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, you're with guilt, guiltless now, so they'll, they'll, we'll hook you up. Let's go. We'll hook uh, you up with Casey. I didn't want to because like Casey's like, just hit me up and I'll just get you a spot. I'm like, I feel like a dick doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I gotta do is say, she's like, "Hey, I'll get a picture," and she's like, "Deal." I got yeah, it. I'll just, post. I'll post it on the story. And you know, and I, yeah, I love it too because, and I love. Even she was like, "I can't explain how nice it is that." We're still so packed all the time. It's hard to get in there. It is very like hard. My you... wife and I, for two weeks, were trying just to get two seats at the bar. Like, it's just, and I'm glad. I'm glad they're doing well. Oh, it's so cool to see. But just... they're, same thing. They're drinks. But, man, I can't go in there and not drop 150 bucks. It's, it's <laughs> tough. It's, but it's, it's worth it. In my it's act, completely it's worth so it. It's so good. It's so good. They have a tequila uh, cocktail. That I had, I don't know what was in it, but I, because I did a, a we did a, a, a secret society comedy show. We've been doing it at a random location yes, at like eleven thirty on Saturdays every night. Yeah. So everyone's people are pretty drunk when they get there. To yeah, be yeah. It's eleven thirty. And we did we did cloak and dagger, and they stayed open. Like they they close at, at like eleven or ten or some something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they stayed late for us. And Casey's like, "Hey, can I make you this cocktail?" And I was like, "Yeah." And because I wasn't trying to spend, I was like, I know I'm going to spend money, so I'm just going to get beer and shot combos like Miller High Life and like La Prima. Guy, <laughs> guy after my own heart. Love yeah, it. I'm just going to go uh, at that shit. But so, so then she made me this cocktail yeah. and it had like this foam on top. It had like it was tequila. It had foam on top. It had like bitters. Like it, it like had like a whole design. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you just made me like a sexy coffee that I could it's get drunk off of. It was insane. There, man. I don't even order. Like I'm just like dealer's choice yeah because i know it's gonna be good i'm yeah. not really a big gin person but if they make me a gin i know it's gonna be good it's gonna be great yeah, yeah. and they were also i remember when i the last time i was there i ordered something no we ordered like three things mm-hmm. to try a bunch of stuff and uh sebastian the bartender yeah um he did he, the music for the shows by the way did he yeah for oh. the he yeah he, yeah he would just play guitar and we'd make fun That's of him awesome. and, but he's also he's like he he'll you'll just order something he'll like nah you don't want that i'm like <laughs> oh okay i don't know what to do now <laughs> i don't understand this dynamic but he's like you need to get this we just put it on the menu it's the best thing on the menu i'm like okay and he's like drop this get this this is good this is better yeah and he was 100 percent right it was the best thing i had all night i love that <laughs> i love people that are especially that build that take that extra effort yeah. to like get to know your customer get to know what they're doing and, yeah. and kind of help them out which is why i don't yeah. care spending 150 dollars no. to go there good people there good people there and, oh yeah and that's what i'm about some of the best yeah. they're enjoying themselves too oh yeah you they gotta really have fun. like they really like the job they really like each other and that's why that place is so cool and that's like it comes down to it's just having fun with whatever you're doing whether it's photography whether it's podcast whether it's just making food and drinks like if you're having fun with it that like reflects in your work and kind of what you're doing 100 so. percent, mm-hmm. yeah so uh, kind of on topic because we were talking about you know kind of making time for yourself yeah being that what you're doing the photography th- those are things that you do like to do yeah is it something where you can kind of lose track of time and you're just getting into something and then you forget to actually take some time for yourself you know it's it's funny because definitely 
some days it catches up to you. It's, I mean, when you're waking up at four in the morning and, and, and going to get shots and stuff like that and having that time, but also pictures get, again, just to yeah, clarify. Yeah. Sorry guys. Yeah. Brian <laughs> planted that in my head. Photography. <laughs> Tequila. Photography. Um, when you're, when you're going out to take photos and, nice. um, you, you sometimes get caught up in the moment and especially like in this fast paced world and like with social media too, like something that's super important is, hopping on and, and, and engaging with people that take the time to, to, to reach out to me or, or talk to me and, and kind of keep up with that. It can be a lot like, and then you have to like, I don't know, do things like life and go like take your car into the, to the get your oil check. And yeah. mechanics are always a, an area of depression. A little life just, gut check for you. <laughs> yeah, you get a life check. You're like, hey, oh, how's we... it going, sir? How the fuck do you think it's going? How's your week going? <laughs> I'm going to bring it down a little bit. <laughs> you do need new tires. Uh, there's no tread on them whatsoever. You've never gone and got your oil changed and didn't find out that you need $27,000 worth of repair. <laughs> it's never the $50 oil change. And also those no. tires that you need, they're not going to be in for four weeks. So yeah. Yeah. you gotta you got to find well, a way. To... You can only get them on tanks, so we have to get them. They're in the Middle East. You can use the night. You can use the 1980s rental car that we have. Uh, like this is an American, the American car though, and he's like, "Yeah, I know, no shit, Sherlock. It's still gonna be three weeks." <laughs> no, but but yeah. So sometimes it's you know you get caught up in the life and and, and and everything and just trying to keep up. We live in such a fast-paced world that it's so hard nowadays, especially with the photos and posting them on the social media. It's it's hard to get away from stuff. But I try my best to just kind of take that time to to relax. I mean. Even if it's forty-five minutes, getting a getting a workout, and I know my calves are small, so you probably are like this guy doesn't work out. We but. were just texting about yeah, yeah we were calves. yeah we, while you were talking, yeah. I was like, Dude, like his hey, calves man, this are is going weak. really well. What's up with his calves? You know, yeah. his arms aren't much bigger, but his calves are just uh, they're genetics. I swear. I just ha- I just text him hashtag weak weak calves, fam. Yeah. No hashtag no cow. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> no skips cow. leg day. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> skips leg day. No, but it, it's just finding those times to the Taco Tuesdays that's scheduled every single week. The yeah. workout that you're doing four or five times. a a week hopefully um and and just those moments where you're able to to get away and enjoy things like food like going to coffee shops that are outside of kind of the daily grind of photography or your nine to five job um definitely helps kind of keep it all in perspective but it's something that my dad told me one time there was there's one moment where i was just it was after a long week it was over the summer and i accidentally slept through my alarm and it happened to be just like the most beautiful sunrise ever and people on social media were like gabe did you get that shot i can't wait to see what shot gabe got i'm sitting there like i overslept i didn't get it and my dad was i was like bummed about that and my dad was like yo you know there's always going to be another sunrise tomorrow there's always going to be another sunset tomorrow there's always going to be another photo that you can get and that's the beautiful thing about photography it's there's always going to be something else to get if you're in the moment to capture it great but add this as a part of your life rather than it being your life yeah, and you know th- that can also in in th- now you're talking about and the way you're talking about it is not even really just a job. It's the thing that you do that happens to maybe generate some revenue for you. Yeah, and it's it, things like that can also weigh heavily on you, more heavily on you because it's not really a nine to five, and you don't view it that way. No, you don't view this as a like a lot of us get up on Monday and we're like, oh. Another stupid week, you know. Yeah. You're getting up every day, like I can't believe this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So, but but that can also have a detrimental effect, or even a, a harder effect, if you think that you say quote unquote missed an opportunity. You know, I mean, we were talking about this with uh, Andre not a lot too. Yeah. He's got an amazing job. He talks baseball with baseball players all day. That's his job, and he's like, but it's actually is more stressful because 
you know, no one wants to lose their job. He's like, but no one wants to lose this job. Yeah. Yeah. So it can't add a, a level of kind of complexity to the way you're kind of viewing that. It, and uh, yeah, again, it's 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 hard. It it has its ups and downs, just like anything else. It it does. And I think the one thing that keeps me going, regardless, is like you you hit it right on the the nail on the head. I don't want to lose the love I have for for taking photos because if you lose the love for it, then you're just taking a photo that has no passion behind it, that has no excitement behind it. And I try to get excited about just the different shots that I'm trying to take and look at it through a creative way and just try to always chase that that thing that I'm I'm having fun just on the journey of, of getting different shots and trying to get better and, and, and learn different things and, and capture different moments. But I think it's it's the people that I get to interact with that just bring me the most excitement. It started with photography, but I'd be lying to say that I'm, I couldn't be more thankful for just the people like yourselves, like people and, and through other social media or just people that I've met while I'm walking around taking photos at a godly hour and someone else is watching, like walking their dog or doing different things, just being able to like start a conversation and learn a little bit about them and connect on social media afterwards is what kind of makes it special. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like it's, it, it, this is my photography ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> is there styles? <laughs> like, like, what, like, is there a style that you have that you think, or is it something that like, I've talked to different artists and they're like, I don't even, I've been doing it for 10 years. I'm still developing my style. Like, is that more, do you fall in that realm or do you think you have like a certain kind of like style or aesthetic that you kind of lean to? You know, I, I kind of ebb and flow because I definitely, I think the area that I like to capture is like Cleveland. So I guess that's kind of the the style or the like the niche that I'm in is, is Cleveland. But really I like to just capture what interests me at the time or what I find cool or exciting or interesting. I'll, I'll bounce from throwing up a shot of Cleveland and, and, and the sunrise or sunset or like a night shot. Maybe I'll go walk around during a, like a rainstorm and, and, and get some like reflection shots in the puddles or I'll get something out of Cavs or Guardians game or um, I'll go capture lightning one day. And, and just like I try to, to, to just capture different things just out of my own interest and excitement of trying to get better and, and, and learn the craft a little bit more and learn the city a little bit better. But I think... I mean, I, I use the the same camera for everything. I have one camera that I use, and just kind of that through that lens and, and kind of the editing style. I guess I take two. I I I try to stay true to kind of editing photos. So I actually edit everything. If I'm going out to shoot sunrise or sunset, I'll actually edit it in the car for like one minute right after I shoot it, just to not think about it too much. Just, just to get kind it done. Of, just to kind of act because I find sometimes, especially when I was starting. It was like I was trying to edit to like cover up different imperfections or make sure everything was just right or over edit so it looked a certain way instead of just capturing the moment. So I really forced myself to, as soon as I shoot something, just edit it, throw it in the computer, um, spend a minute on it, and then post it or, or kind of save it for for when I'm going to post it. So it's kind of like that uh, when you're making a decision, a lot of times people say that the first, your first impulse is usually the right one. Yeah. You know, you don't want to maybe overthink it. Oh and yeah. Sometimes those imperfections are kind of what make it too. Yeah, exactly. It's, yep. and there's been so many times I've gone out to get a shot and I've gotten a completely different shot that I wasn't expecting. And then it's that story, that background that really makes it probably one of my, when I look at some of my favorite shots, like those are my favorite shots because of those stories. Also, you said something, uh, uh, that's very, uh, I think it's very smart to listen to. Like if you're in any type of art form, um, like photography or like any 
again, like any form, like painting, mm-hmm. just anything. So you 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 were like, uh, yeah, I, you take you take pictures of what you like. Yeah. Um, and like maybe you were looking for, I don't know if you were looking for it as a career at first, or if mm-hmm. you were just again as a hobby. Um, but like I do that with my jokes. It took yeah. me a minute to realize that because at first. I would just say shit I think the audience thought was funny, which is fine. Like, yeah. comics, comedians do that, and some are very successful, and they do that. But then I start realizing, ah, this doesn't work for me. I just, yeah. do, I need to think a joke's funny to say. Like, I need to think it's funny for me. This is what I want to say, not what I think they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And and then like, once you realize, once I start realizing that, shit, like, shit started moving forward, and I started feeling better about, like, when I do it, I don't need to drink, I don't, I'm less stressed, mm-hmm. I don't need to get wasted all the time, I can have a couple beers, hang out, you know, live my life, yeah. and, like, do what I love and keep getting better at it. But, like, doing what you love and, like, like making making it work. It's like like writing. Like write what you know. Don't write yeah. about something you don't know. Yeah. So like you're taking pictures of, of stuff you like. Yeah. Instead of uh, being like, oh, I just want to take pictures to make millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, which that's okay for some people. But yeah. I mean, I just I prefer the do what you love and then let the world know. And that's that's pretty much art in its yeah. cheesiest form. <laughs> no, you're 100 percent right. Hey, but it's good. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. and it's it's familiarity too. I mean, it's. You, being that you know the city, you're like, oh, you know what? I haven't been down there around this time. There might be some cool shot. Like I was talking about earlier, like, and I don't know why. For some reason, one of my favorite places just to hang out in the city is outside Brick and Barrel. Yeah. Um, oh, Cyanato's Brick and Barrel. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. I just love that road. I yeah. love the road. I love the bridge. Mm-hmm. It goes right up into Hoople's, Fort yep. City. That's that's kind of like my area, the, the Mervyn's Wharf. I just I don't know why. I've always Sunoco. that place in the summertime is just where I just love. Yeah, that Sunoco's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's it's so cool to go to a, an area. And that's the one thing I love about Cleveland is we experience all four seasons. So it's like there's something in each season that you can capture in a different way, whether mm-hmm. it's the leaves, whether it's the snow, uh, the dead leaves and trees and or the or the leaves in the middle of the summer. Like I love doing I'm working on currently like ser- uh, season series, so like it's the same shot in the different like seasons to then like put together, and you could see it fall, winter, spring, summer as a kind of like rendition of some of the photos. But it's so cool to go to these areas and look through them, and this sounds cheesy, but like through a different lens yeah. too, yeah. and like seeing like okay, I can capture it this way, maybe I can put this in the foreground, maybe I can kind of like use this as the focal point instead of just the skyline, and it's a cool challenge to just be out there during a sunrise or at night and kind of have those times to experience where you're just kind of going off your genuine like interest rather than like, Oh, I have to get this shot that like is a stereotypical Cleveland shot or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like the sunrise. That's weird. Like some of the times, well, times a year, obviously. And then places you are like sometimes like when the sun is coming out, like behind a building, depending on where you are. Yeah. Just the way that like when it's like halfway above the building yeah and the way that kind of glares or beams down it's really strange and sometimes all, all of us will just catch ourselves like man i'm in a really cool spot right now yeah yeah you know that this view is just and again it kind of just goes back to the city and appreciating it yeah it's just looking at it through from different angles and just the natural assets from the water to the the parks to to everything we have here we have a we live in a really cool city that some of the assets here we sometimes take for granted so just appreciating those and seeing how those change our view is, is super cool. So. And it's gotten better. Like, it, keep, it progressively keeps getting better. Yeah. Um, it's a, We haven't even peaked yet, I don't think. Nope. Because, well, like, five years ago, didn't have, like, some some houses. There's a lot of houses that got cleaned up 
and a lot of places like there's they're cleaning up right on Merlin's Wharf. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah. you're at Merlin's Wharf on the other side. There's a bunch of dead trees. They're they are uh, read. They're fixing it up. They're putting in a like a huge park over there, the yeah. Irish Bend Park, mm-hmm. which is going to be super cool. It's going to be a way to kind of engage and, and activate that area in a new way with the boats during the summer. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like I mean, everything from like the the around University Circle that's starting to build up. We have the Sherwin Williams building coming in yeah. in four years or three years. And we're at Tremont. Tremont. Uh, you get onto Gordon Square. Yeah. We just need to fix up those sand piles in the flats. You know what I'm talking I'd about? I'd like to keep those the same. <laughs> you like those? Let's keep some character. Yeah, where else am I going to party on Sunday? <laughs> where else am I going to build where my else sand I can't castle? tailgate anywhere else. <laughs> Builds character, you know, climbing up those. Yeah. I, I was always wondering, like, that's where they shot the movie Dune. <laughs> just in those sand dunes. Except it's D-O-O-N. Yeah. It's, it's with the rock. It's a more like low Dune. budget. Yeah. You know, Doom. we got yeah, Doom and we gotta, Dune. We gotta, we gotta add some zest to it. Add, <laughs> yeah, new lens. I yeah, we gotta it. put more pepper on that pepper pile. <laughs> pepper it up there a little bit. That's like that is one of the things I appreciate about the city. Just out of the blue, I'm like, why is that there? Yeah, that's also Cleveland because like you're like, yeah, we love the city, but also. We hate it in some aspects, but we only we can hate it. Like I hate certain parts of the city, but like, but that's why I love it. That's actually love, hating something yeah. enough and be like, no, it's I that love Brown it. Scenario. We'll dump on them all day, and then someone will say something like, that was out of line. It's like, no, I love this. I love this. <laughs> it's the most toxic love. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, man, these Browns are garbage. Yeah, I can't wait to get my season tickets next year. <laughs> like, they're gonna be amazing next year. Next year's the year. Yeah, I already bought my season tickets, and I painted my car. <laughs> it, it's dressed like a helmet. It's, it's okay. Made. We're gonna go seven and nine. So yeah, you're calling it seven to nine. Well, I can't go seven to nine because I could go eight and nine. Yeah, oh yeah, because there's 17 they games. They have that 17 yeah. game. I keep so. forgetting that. I know, me too. Sports are changing. And then, they added eight. another game, and then there's a playing tournament in the but playoffs. The Cavs, for the, the Cavs, you know. They, we forgot how we forgot how year. bad we were like three years ago, and now we're like eight and nine. We're terrible. Like I know we won one game in two years. It's insane. let's bask in this for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's man. take let's, in. Let's, let's take in moving yeah. on up. Hey man, we middle, went to the playoffs. Middle of the road Super Bowl for us, man. Let's be happy. We with beat that. the Steelers in the playoffs. Yeah, Best that's ever. insane. That game was you wild. Just, tell someone that five years ago. They're like, yo, you're an idiot. You're not watching the same game I am. I was like, no, I'm watching it five years later, asshole. And <laughs> and the way that we did it, like all of those, like those quick turn, like I mean, obviously it was a closer in the final score than probably it actually was, but I mean, I, we were all up big in like the first half. It I, was crazy. I, I was with my girlfriend and my roommate, and we were in the playoffs. And I told my, I told them, I was like, hey, let's play a drinking game. Yeah. Every every time the Browns score. We do we do a double shot. At first, start off single shot, but then we did double. We're like, it's probably gonna be. A, I, I like we all assumed it was gonna be like a defensive game, which yeah. technically it was the first. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But I but then we scored like on the first play. Mm-hmm. We we scored in the first in like five minutes in the game. We had like. 14 or 21 points. Yeah. And at the third one, we're like, ah, they might score 100 points. And we're just third shot, third double shot. We were already drunk. Yeah. Like, we got real drunk. Yeah, you're doing double shots. Yeah. I heard Kevin Stefanski was in his basement doing the exact same thing. He was I like, forgot he wasn't, he wasn't there. That game. Didn't the, he have COVID? Yeah, he had COVID, so the special team teams coordinator was 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 coaching, and we were all going into that game like, oh god, we're gonna lose Cause, this. Because we beat the Steelers the week before, but they had their backups, and we barely beat them. Yeah, we barely beat. And them. I was like, I remember, I was like, oh no, like this is good. We still won, but this this isn't that good. Like we, and yeah. then we just we. 
That was such we a stressful week, even for casual fans. And that was big after ben, we beat yeah. them, and then going up to everyone's like, we're all just double guessing ourselves. Like we can, but oh, but we beat them. That's because of this, and it, oh. and we almost beat Kansas City that following week. We, honestly, we were we so should, we close. Have, I think if and because. Pat Mahomes got hurt, so he was out for a little bit, and then there was oh, that right, that Rashard Higgins hit uh, in the end zone that oh, probably yeah. should. I, I mean, I don't remember it super good. I but, remember. No, that was a that was a that was a penalty right there. It was it was <laughs> it was it was. It was uh, he hit him right before he caught it. I think it was a little questionable, but you know, I mean, that and going into that next year, which was twenty twenty one, we were just like, oh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. We started off well with Kansas City again, but it's again, it's just. It's all the life about being a Cleveland Browns fan. That was a weird. Last year was the last year because Odell was hurt. That he started. He was hurt. Like he was hurt and played. Yeah. And just the whole Odell Baker thing. Baker was pretty much playing hurt the entire year. Yeah. Um. And then the Odell's dad. Once Odell's dad pretty much blamed Baker. I was like, this isn't good. This is not good. No, no team's been like no, nothing like that's ever happened. I yeah. don't think where a no. player like left the team because the the coach the player's dad. Blame the starting quarterback. I, I'd, I mean, Terrell Owens just do that, but his dad never did it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was just a weird situation to be. Yeah, in. and then Chad. I remember Chad Henney beat us. Yeah, he yeah. he like he didn't beat us, but like they just. I think they secured the lead. He had a couple good first downs, and it was Chad Henney. You yeah. remember Chad Henney? Yeah, Joe? I have his jersey upstairs. Oh, you have his jersey. His no, Miami legend. Dolphins no, jersey. Legend. <laughs> I got my Henny upstairs. Yeah. I think he was oh, actually he, was he he might have been on the Owen sixteen Dolphins in like two thousand eleven or something. He might oh been. he might have been because he was like two thousand nine. I, yeah. I want to say like maybe two thousand ten. I'm going off topic. We're just talking about the rest right. of the podcast. We're going to talk about Chad Henny. Well, I, we have to go back off topic because I want to give you a, a taco recommendation. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Ola Tacos on Madison. So I've been to Ola Tacos. I went to the one in in Larchmere. It okay. was very good, very good. So big Ola Taco. Have, I'm also a big fan of Momocho. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mocho's so good. They're both. I mean, uh, Greg Williams, the uh, is this? I think it's the chef. Um, he's and super, the former Browns coach. Yeah, former <laughs> former Browns coach. But yeah, no, Momocho and El Carnicero, both owned by the same same person. And the food there that. is just the key is to go during happy hour because they have like seven dollar margaritas and ten dollar. Oh, yeah. Like, Everything I do is happy hour. I oh, don't, I don't. If it's once that the sun goes down, Joe goes down. Yeah, balling on a budget. I'm in bed at like eleven. Mo- yeah, I'm not eleven. Congrats. I can't do that. Eleven. <laughs> that's like Mardi Gras for me. Yeah, I can't do that. That's <laughs> insanity. Right. Hey, can I? Uh, so uh, real quick, I talked to Joe about this earlier. I yeah. didn't tell him anything that I was going to involve this. But Gabe, are you a fan of the movie Halloween? I've seen it. You've seen it. I can't. I don't remember it too well. You but... mean the original or? Yes, the original Halloween. That pile of shit they put out last year. Yeah, no, not Halloween Kills. God, I hate that. I was, Halloween, uh, they I should was, rename it Halloween Kills the I franchise. I was just arguing with Sean from Trendkill on this the other day. Because <laughs> I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which is somehow worse. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I liked so, it. It was funny. They well, killed a I mean, bunch of millennials on a party bus. It was hilarious. If it was... And if <laughs> or no, it was Gen Z. If it, if it went into... It's so funny. If it went into the movie... As it, that's what it was, like I was supposed to, then I'm like, great movie. But it wasn't. It was still, the movie sucked. All right, well, go well, ahead. So, so the movie Halloween, I got, I, I, I watched it mm-hmm. a couple nights ago. And and then I ended up watching a doc afterwards on yeah. Shudder, the Shudder app. It's $5, maybe three fifty. There's a new deal. Ooh. I'll send it to you if you're down. It's horror movies. I love but, it. Um, 
So there's, I have facts about the movie that I want to see. You, you probably, I mean, you might know them, but it'd be I interesting. It. But Joe, Joe's a huge Halloween fan. So okay, it's my Joe, favorite. Please, please carry me. So Joe, I got five questions okay. or somewhere around. I'm there. not going to be great at this. I, okay. I it's you're just, a Halloween fan. I am, but like a horror. But like if if you if you want me to remember details of like, like I don't know, Anchorman. Yeah, I, I can do that. But Halloween, I'll try. Okay, okay. So uh, 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 first question. Uh, what actor's face was the Michael Myers mask based off? Oh, of? I have no idea. It was as William Shatner. Ooh, was it, really? it was Little based Willie off William Shat- Shatner's yeah. face. This would be a total trend kill radio thing. These guys would oh, know that. Yeah, oh yeah, they would love they this would shit. This, yeah. Okay, uh, in the script and in the script of the original Halloween and in um, the credits, what was Michael Myers' name? Ah. Oh. You think you know? Yeah, I think you. I feel like you know. You this mean his little, actual name? Or no. The what was the name that showed up instead of Michael Myers? Ooh. It was the shape. He was known Ooh. as the oh, shape. Oh, that's right. Shape. That is right. Yeah. Yes. That's a cool. That's a cool name. Yeah, because he. That, that, that is right. Yeah. And the one good thing the new Halloweens are doing kind of well is they are kind of making him. He's like a stalker more instead of. You know. You're right. It is the shape. It was the okay. shape. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna skip that question. That's a stupid one. Um. Uh, how many Michael? How many Michael? How many Halloween movies is Michael Myers in? Okay, because one of them he's not in the season of the witch. He's not in. That's why everyone hated it. Uh, one, two, four, five, seven. So we're going Halloween. Yeah. So I'm assuming. I'm Halloween, assuming where you're Halloween, Halloween one, one and two. Halloween and then Halloween four. Right, because he wasn't in three. That was season of the witch. Halloween four and five is with the niece. Right. Then it's uh, Buster Rhymes. Yes. And then it's H2O. H2O. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the Buster Rhymes one. So five, six, seven, or, or that's six, right? Yeah. Um, but then there's, are we including we the Rob include Zombie? Rob Zombie. The Rob Zombie. Okay. So two more. And then the last two. Yeah. So 11. So is that nine or 10? We, we fucked up. It's your fingers. I think it's nine. <laughs> Wait, so Halloween one, <laughs> Halloween two. Wrong? <laughs> one, two, four, five. Six. Buster Rhymes. H two O. H two O. Then two more. Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. And then so eleven. You're ten. saying eleven. Well, that's ten. No, I I, I include I lifted my thumb up and then there was the the last. He actually does have eleven Halloween fingers. Kills. This, yeah, I have eleven fingers. Is a podcast, that was so weird. You know? Yeah. What a great time if I would have discovered well, now you well, have eleven. Well, fingers. hey Joe, it was a trick question. He wasn't Halloween three. <laughs> there is a there's a commercial while they're watching and someone's skipping the channels. And Michael Myers shows up on the Shut TV. Up. I swear to God. So he is trick in Halloween. He is. He's technically in Halloween three. Trick not, question, right? There. It was a trick. They show Halloween one or two, or just a scene of him uh, fighting. I think Laurie on the stairs. Yeah, she's like falling down the stairs, and he's like right behind her that with a knife. You brought this that counts. Just a trick. Yeah. I know. I did. That was a trick question. That's fine. I think that's the last question I had. The other one was how much money did the first Halloween cost? Cost like yeah. five hundred grand. Three hundred grand. It was not so much. close. Yeah, yeah. that's. They hey, made like seven. It. They made seven million off that. Yeah, it's insane. But so those. that was the whole. I just, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, well, like all those. Movies, William Shatner, you would thing. never would have thought. Like yeah. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre was something like ninety grand. Like, it, <laughs> and it made something like forty yeah. million dollars. <laughs> I love, I love the movies that are like low risk, kind of like ninety, ninety thousand or ninety grand or whatever we're making and then it's like oh yeah super low box risk office. high reward we I, love that we i love think that. um what well, paranormal activity was, was i think cheap. it was around like fifteen thousand yeah. or something yeah yeah I it think, wasn't well, expensive there's a lot make. of like like clerks i think it was like thirty seven thousand. yeah i think uh uh blair witch was very cheap yeah 
like seventy thousand. Night I mean, of Living Dead was pretty cheap for its time. A lot of those were, yeah, and, they, and just, they didn't make a lot of money. Yeah, Night of Living Dead, they they screwed up when they start putting it in theaters. Mm-hmm. They forgot to put the copyright. Well, that's horror movies, and though, then and then and then, then another studio took all the money. They actually don't know how much money the Night, the Night of Living Dead made. I mean, really? the, the, that's yeah. like those are horror slash movies in like the seventies and eighties. Like, the, yeah. the, there wasn't CGI or anything like that. It was just you're paying the actors, and it's usually just taking place in a house. Yeah, yeah. Like when a stranger calls, or like you know, uh, Black Christmas. Like those are all just. In a house. I mean, you're watching the movie. You're like, this might have cost 800 bucks. Yeah. yeah. But those movies, because they're it's pretty like. pretty much makeup and actors. Yeah. And yeah like behind is. the scenes people. Yeah. Those are still some of my favorites. Oh, yeah. I love those ones. Yeah. You Maybe. should get the Shutter app. It's half off right now. I should get the Shutter app. Is it sponsored by Shutter? Yeah, we're gonna. I, I want to. We should get sponsored oh by Shutter. That'd be pretty cool. That but all my favorite, awesome. all my favorite old horror movies are just, they're old. Like, yeah. Like, I like some ones in the last, like, 15 years, but everything for me is, like, before 2000 for sure. Yeah. A lot, most of them before 1990. Some of my favorite movies are old. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, when I was a kid, I used to love American Pie. I still like it. American Pie is solid. But then, at a certain age, I watched it. I was like, this is, I don't, I don't love it as much as I did. Yeah. Because I, when, I, when I remember I watched it as a kid, I was like, man, this makes me want to go to college. <laughs> and then I was two years into Tri-C, I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't what college is like. No, this is not what college is like. A lot of those like. things don't age well. Like, yeah. when they recorded that girl changing without her permission. Uh, yeah, with a webcam. Yeah. A lot of that doesn't age well. It doesn't, yeah. yeah. Ask Trey songs. <laughs> um. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank, that's probably that's my favorite good. movie. That's Shawshank is it. insanely good. It's 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 such a good movie. Have yeah. you have you ever seen The Graduate? Oh, yeah. uh, years ago, Dustin Hoffman. Years ago. No, I haven't. That's actually a beautiful movie. Yeah, it's a great. It, movie. It, it's all uh, is a Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, they did. The, that's yeah. where, Robinson, that's yeah. where. That's where. That's where that. Oh, all, the Mrs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah all that Robinson. shit is from there. And they open up with. Uh, I forgot what the uh, sound of uh, sound, sound of, of silence. Sound, sound of silence. Like yeah. they, they open up with the whole song. Yeah. yeah, and they made that song I think for the movie. And now it's just a classic. Now it's a classic. Yeah, yeah the whole. If you ever watch it, because I think that actually inspired a little bit of American Pie. Yeah, but it's it's not it's not like as like laugh. It's dark funny. Yeah. Like, he's just, uh, Dustin Hoffman's really awkward in the movie. Yeah. Like, he'd say, The Graduate is, is, even if you haven't seen the movie, people don't even understand The Graduate references because they know what it's about. Like, Mr. Like, Feeney's in it, too. He is in it. Is that it. the dad? Is that his dad or, that like, is, the neighbor's that, dad? It's Mr. Feeney. That is Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney's in The Graduate. He's yeah. young. Young Buck. Young Buck? <laughs> young Feeney. 45-year-old Feeney. Dang. <laughs> young Buck. Dang. <laughs> that car. <laughs> That's it. How did uh, how did you get in uh, in with uh, Destination Cleveland? Yeah, so it's it's it was a really cool experience. I was over with the Ducks at the time, and I saw I was just kind of on what every twenty three year old kid did at the time go on LinkedIn, just kind of scroll, you know. Um, and I saw that there was a job open for Destination Cleveland, uh, running their social media, and that's kind of what I did with the Ducks. I ran their social media and kind of their their kind of social presence there. Um, so I just kind of, I thought, Hey, I'm taking all these photos of Cleveland. Um, I'm just going to apply and see kind of what happens. And, and from there it was just applied. I, I went through the interview process and they offered me the job and it's just been, I've been there for almost a year and it's been just an amazing blessing. And I'm so thankful not only to be able to work with so many people professionally that love Cleveland, but just to be able to, to be in the Cleveland area, learn about the different events going on. Cause like destination Cleveland's super, um, our main goal is to support all the events, all the businesses, just what Cleveland is as a whole, we're there to support it. So being able to support it through destination Cleveland, but also through my photography is something that, 
super, super grateful for. So I, I think Funny Bus works with Destination Cleveland. Who I is think, it? Uh, Funny Bus. I think. Uh, Intr- okay. Yeah, I think I think because we I know my my boss Dean. We had him on okay. the podcast uh, like months ago. Yeah. But he told me he recently. I think we work with Destination Cleveland and the Cleveland Bucket List. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. believe so. And I, I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't know that. I, I was, be... I'm a performer. Why would I need to know that? But I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. No, Destination Cleveland. It's been cool. I definitely like starting out there. Back in May of last year, I was like learning all this stuff. I was like, "Oh, I didn't know we did this, or I didn't know the Cleveland script sign." Like, "Oh, that's re- our responsibility," kind of thing. But it it's been cool to kind of not only learn a little bit more of like, "Okay, Destination Cleveland supports this," or we do the brewery passport, we do the restaurant passport, we do all these things that like engage different communities, different neighborhoods. But it's been cool to kind of meet the people that are like, "Oh yeah, I know. I work with Destination Cleveland. I work with this person on staff, or I, I am I'm connected in this way." And it's just cool to see how connected the city is. And you never know where you're going to, like, go down the street and find someone that you know and you want to go give them a hug or something like that. So I feel the, that. Uh, I think I went through the brewery passport, like, three times. Dude, it's so fun. <laughs> it's great. Do you go through this year's yet? No, and here's why. And please bring this up at your next meeting. I don't like the digital. Yeah. I don't. I, re- I like the passport. Wait, what do you mean? Like, they have a digital, like, yeah, scan-in yeah. or something? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Not even a scan. It's just that you just kind of go in, and I think the bartender gives you a code. It's on an app, and you we kinda started like, doing yeah. it. It's just something we just don't remember as much. So we'll we've been to all these places and just never. I don't know. I, I like the. I understand why. Yeah. But I did. I like the passport. The 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 physical passport. I'll definitely I'll definitely bring that up. I yeah, know. I'm sure they'll change everything. <laughs> well, yeah. no, no, I was. I <laughs> it's mean, on like, air now. <laughs> Well, it's already gonna get brought up next okay, week. Opinions <laughs> opinions around this are solely the guiltless podcast. It's solely Joe. No, no, I <laughs> and I've, his wife. A couple people have come up to me because it's it's funny because it's uh, obviously with social media I'm there to like support sure. like different things, but sometimes people think that I'm like the one that can change all of it. So like this guy came up to me one time, he's like, Hey, <laughs> We need a physical passport for brewery passport. Like, oh, really? He said the same as a Joe? Can you get me one? Like, And I'm just on the street taking my photos, and I was like, nice to meet you. Um, I'll see what I can do. But like, it's it's been – some people have brought that up to me. Um, so we'll definitely take it back to the to, to the drawing board and see if there's anything that can be done. So I don't know why. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I just like – I just I like the physical passport and and I've been to, I think I've been to the bre- all these breweries since oh my gosh and I yeah. never go up there and get the digital one because then we just don't think about it. But yeah. my wife carried him in her purse for like three straight years yeah and she's kept you got used him out. to it she's you're like, like this ready to go is cool. let's go I'm like cool yeah. terrestrial cool love terrestrial noble yeah. beast cool. love noble beast yeah noble beast is my jam <laughs> big fan big yeah. fan I uh I just always I don't know I always liked it so. And we got a couple. We have currently we have a, a brewery passport, we have a, a public art passport, and then we have a restaurant passport right now, um, and a couple ones down the down the line that they're looking into. So I did not know about the restaurant passport. It's pretty cool. It's, and it's not physical, but what what is it? It's, so it's international restaurant. So it's like a bunch of these different spaces that cover different food. I'm trying to remember what's on the list, but I mean they have cuisine from like Italian and then uh, Indian cuisine. Uh, Asian American cuisine, like so good. So it, it, wait, so you like so I don't because I've never been to this. Yeah. So you get this pass. You get what? You get like a discount or like you in the club? Or? Yeah. So if you sign up for the passport, you get certain discounts that are like kind of assigned to different different places or different situations. And then if you go to all of the different locations that are associated with the passport, you're entered in to win like a a prize or gift pack or something like that. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay. So it's really like you're 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 getting a discount, but you're also 
getting your name in the mix to potentially win something. Even yeah. if you're going to like all these breweries, it's just kind of a fun thing to do on a get, get drunk on a weekend. Well, especially, oh, totally. you know, gearing up for like summer or two. Yeah. Because like when that passport was around, man, I would try to hit up like four passport four breweries in a day. Yeah. Like I'd be like, all right, so if we hit this area, we can hit, and I would plan my, like we can go to Noble Beast, then yeah. Asset. Then on the way back in, we'll hit up Terrestrial. Yeah. And then we'll hit up Bottle House before we go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just hit all, you hit all the, the spots. You grab a beer or two at each, and it's a cool place to yeah. kind of get some buddies together. We're like driving out to Willoughby for no reason. Hey, <laughs> there is a reason. There is a reason. It's the brewery passport. Yeah, and that's what we do. I <laughs> love like that. out there and going out to Brim. That's how I discovered Brim. I loved it out there. It was cool. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's fun. It's... I didn't know about the restaurant one, which I would be really into that because unlike my dad who only liked Cracker Barrel, I <laughs> we really like trying new places oh. and not and not not doing too many of the same, like not doing too much Italian. Like we, we'll just like, Let's do Asian this weekend. There's so many good restaurants. There, there's so many great places. Like, I mean, just even downtown when I'm in the office off East 4th, you got Citizen Pie, you have Saigon, you have Balance, you have all these different spots. You can walk down to Little Johnny's. You, there's so mm. many cool spots and holes in the wall. I mean, in these different areas, too. Like, you go over to Ohio City and you have all those places. Yeah. Lakewood has all these, like, uh, Taco Tantos and, and May Halls and bars. And it's like, it's so cool to see the different areas as they develop and, and, and get different restaurants and, and, and you get different experiences going to, to, to each place. So I'm always down to eat, down to eat some food, good food. Oh, yeah. there, there used to be a gumbo place, right? Ooh. On, uh, what, what's on, what's on East fourth, uh, right before the, the, the halfway circle, the one way circle right by house of blues. I forgot what that street's called. Um, um, I forgot what it's called, but it was right next to House of Blues. There was a gumbo place. Yeah, I I mean, during... that, that's Euclid right there. Oh, Euclid. Yeah. yeah, so it's Euclid. There was this gumbo place there, man, and it was it was so good because it was after the Cavs parade. I know what you're talking about. It's after, by that after... noodle cat that used to be there. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was, and, and they I don't know what it was called. Yeah. Because I, the only time I had it was I went to the Cavs parade. Yeah. And then there was there was uh, uh there was like a shooting by Tower City. Oh no. Yeah. It was terrible. And then we end up saving this child. Oh, wow. Not saving him, but I just was like, hey, man, like, I'm not, I'm no harm. Me <laughs> and my this buddy. This a dinner story? I'm yeah, thinking. this was a dinner story. <laughs> it's wanted, incredible. He just wanted as a good, good Samaritan story. Yeah, right. it's a good Samaritan. But we, we appreciate it. We appreciate I, it. We appreciate it. The parents didn't appreciate it as much. I don't know why. Because, I would have given you a hug. Well, the kid so. ran away, and I guess we were like, hey, where are your parents? He's like, I don't know. I'm scared. So me and my buddy, he was in the Marines. Yeah. We were like, hey, well, let's find, don't worry. We're not, we're not harmful. We're just going to help you find your parents because yep. we've all, like, we've been lost before as kids. Yeah, you especially know? in Giant Eagle, I got lost. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine getting lost at Tower City after a shooting. God, that's oh. terrible. A little bit scarier than That's scarier than now giant than an eagle. adult. Yeah. <laughs> as an adult, I'd be screaming. I'm like, Carissa! Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? I'd be so scared. I'm scared you have the keys. <laughs> My phone's dead. But we had, we found this kid's parents, and we found his sister on Facebook. I found his sister on Facebook. I was like, hey, um, your little brother's here. Uh, he's safe. We're right over here. Meet us. Yeah. And then, we gra- and then it, it was so funny. Because at first I was like, why aren't these parents like the parents showed up and I, w- I was like, oh, they're going to thank. Like, I didn't, we didn't do it for yeah. the thank you, but no, you're like, no. okay, we're going to have a conversation with the parents. And the parents immediately are like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> While you're your, running away. And they didn't even say, by the way, thanks. And just like ran away. And you knew that kid was grounded for like three months. And then I had the gumbo, right? And then I walked. I was like, I'm leaving. Hey, at least you had the gumbo. Get some gumbo. Positive know, experience. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, okay, this sa- I saved a boy. And now I saved yeah. my stomach. 
Christ. Then I went to a John Bellion concert. John Bellion slaps. I like John Bellion. Yeah, he was at he was at House of Blues. Oh, that was was that that was 2016. So it was just blowing up with like all time low and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, damn, Damn, you got a memory. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. It was I can't remember shit. I knew that whole album. album, You got Guillotine. You got All Time Low. Uh You got New York. What's the last? The last song is about Hand of God. Hand of God. That's my favorite song on the album. Banger. Because what he does is he like I saw in concert he had I forgot what the machine's called. Like he put it around his neck. Yeah. And he could like he would like boop boop boop. Boop boop, and he would record it. And yeah, he'd record them, play it like boop boop boop, and he would oh, like, like ma- it would loop. That yeah, way. and he'd okay. make the beat. It's a, I think it's called like a loop deck or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. there's a, a lot, a lot. Usually, it's, he was hanging around his neck. Yeah, well, kind of. I think I don't. I was really drunk. He was flexing on it. Yeah, he was like, I'm in the house of blues. I got my loop deck. I'm ready to go. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, I. Yeah, I was I've pretty seen, drunk at this I've point. Seen a lot like the, you're like, oh man. Some of those like solo artists are incredibly good with that like like those uh those floor pedals where they can actually loop uh they can loop a beat they can they'll 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 play a you know a couple you know a couple measures on their guitar record that and then they're like doing solos it's really impressive yeah oh he he killed it because at one point because he started doing it and i was drunk i was like what's he doing (laughs) that's awesome yeah whoa (laughs) and then he started doing and then yeah i was i was raging and then yeah he because his last song hand of god joe is what he does what he did for the song was every song on his album he merged it into one song yeah nice yeah because at the even on that i think it's like at the end it's like you hear even on like the CD or whatever, you hear parts of that hand of God, like from like all the different songs. So it's like, yeah. that was a great way to end the show, obviously. It was so. perfect. And I, cause I was raging. Yeah. I, I was just like, you. I had my hands, I thought I was praying for a second. I had my hands. I felt like, Hey, I was I'm a in church. For, I'm yeah, in church, I was like, I was John. Like, I felt like I was a chance the rapper concert. I was just like, God <laughs> is incredible. He's going to save me from being drunk. No problems. No problems. <laughs> He's going to give me a liquid IV <laughs> and a body armor. <laughs> That's what I'm the most excited about. Like in the summertime, I want to see shows, man. Yeah. I want to go to Jacob's Pavilion. I want to see shows. I'm all about local music and supporting just local artists. And it's cool to see, you know, I feel like in the next couple of years, I, I attended this one music group where it's like a bunch of people just trying to kind of bring live music back to this area and, and, and do it where they can support local bands in a way that they can have access to performing at bars and restaurants. And really, we can just get that those uh, those kind of uh, local acts just together performing and having a good time. And yeah. so I'm all about supporting local and seeing different acts and, and kind of House of Blues, Jacob's Pavilion, some bars, Beachland Ballroom. Great. Like Agora, show. Grog Shop. So good. Like, did, did you go to Bright Winter? I did go to Bright Winter. Oh, yeah. Joe helped out with that. Man, was it cold. Yeah. It was very cold. <laughs> I, I could only stay for like, I found parking really close there. So I was like, let's go. Yeah, because I'm on the, the um, one of the people on the board to kind of like get things. And I was working with the different uh, Cleveland influence to help kind of promote yeah. and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, So, uh, but yeah, and the thing about Bright Winter, it's like, I've been to Bright Winter when it's 50 degrees. I'm in the Bright Winter when it's five. Yeah. This, unfortunately, was more of a fiver. And <laughs> <laughs> it was freezing. But I don't know, man. I still, even though it was freezing, I was there for three hours. It was great. You had the food trucks going. You had yeah, the fire it, and everything. But no, it was a great, you guys crushed it you guys did a really good job so I, you know i yeah i think that was the first bright winter since covid right yeah they didn't yeah. do one the year before yeah yeah, yeah. so i kind of figured it was going to be pretty pot because everyone's like ready to get out and do it but uh it was a lot of fun some really good acts actually we've had we had one of them taylor lamborn from 
the bright winter she came on nice. she was awesome she played a song on the she pod at the end oh that's awesome she was that's i almost great. cried oh hey i brought my guitar you want me to sit no, i'm just kidding <laughs> you play wonderwall no i can't <laughs> i wish i'll do karaoke that's as far as i'll yeah. go but um, we'll record that too that's fine. Yeah. Have to. but no that's awesome yeah i can't wait for i'm so pumped for next year so let yeah, me know if, yeah, let me know if cool. i can help get the word out so that's hey hey always happy for that stuff yeah let's do yeah. it yeah bright winter I, i've never been to bright winter oh you gotta go it's yeah. fun babe. i was gonna go last year but uh it, i needed a, a better coat so yeah. i didn't go oh yeah i mean you but that's the thing is it well it's just it's cleveland I mean, you really can't well hell this week's a perfect example it fucking snowed monday and now it's 60, you know, 60 degrees. It's gonna be it'll be 80, 80, degrees it'll be 80 on, Saturday. on saturday i mean it's you just don't know i mean you can have i've had some really good you know weather down there other times i've been freezing yeah, down there yeah but it's just always fun to go to I'm always curious, like, when we were talking to Taylor, like, how do you play an instrument? Yeah. And she's just like, it's pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I, they just grit through it. You, d- you didn't finish a thought. You're like, how do you play an instrument? And it's a freezing. Well, when it's cold. <laughs> You're like, how do you play an instrument? She goes, it's hard. Which it's is also hard. accurate. Yeah. yeah it is. So everything I said made sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it still made sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that I, I've always wanted to go to break because I do like like Winchester does a really good job with yeah. live music. Yeah, I've seen some great shows. That's yeah. I've seen one of my favorite shows. I saw Greg Laswell there years ago, and yeah. it was great. Yeah, I've seen some great shows at Winchester, yeah. and it's pretty yeah. cheap too. Like, it's, oh, th- I think it's like five bucks. You're not paying like forty dollars a ticket. Hell no. You're getting cheap drinks. Yeah, cheap, cheap, cheap food. Yeah. By the way, their chicken sandwich. Have you ever heard the Winchester chicken Ooh, sandwich? Gotta, gotta hit it Underrated up. Underrated food. Yeah, hit, it, hit it up on chicken sandwich week. Oh, I love <laughs> yeah. me some chicken. I'll be there. I'll be yeah. ready to go. The chicken sandwich <laughs> Saturday. I don't oh, know. you also said you were talking about there's a, a, a museum passport, too? Uh, public art passport. Public so art. Okay, because I've seen shows yeah. at the art museum. I oh, think. I love it. It's free, too. Like, the yeah. Cleveland Museum of Art, it's free. So saw, it's uh, such a cool place to go. We saw Iron and Wine at the, uh, the Cleveland Art Cleveland Art Museum. Oh, nice! Yeah, Cleveland, was, yeah, over in Wade, awesome. Wade Oval. Yeah, I, I think did the comedy just, shows too. At one point, they got great stages there. I think they have yeah. really good I Kate, venues. I know to Kate, do these uh, a, woman, a comedian. Her name's Kate Hogan. I think she was running the show there for a minute. Oh, nice! Because one time she was like, "Yeah, I run a show there. Like, That's pretty cool." She, was, I know, I am cool. I was like, "You are. You are. <laughs> <Soft> flex. <laughs> That's very cool. Very Art flex, but okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, there's so many cool, like, free things that you can do in the city, from the art museum to like, the parks and everything. So everything. Yeah, there's so much cool stuff here. Yeah all about accessibility and trying to just get out edgewater is going to be busting soon so we'll see yeah, yeah. oh edgewater i keep forgetting about edgewater live dude yeah. that place gets crazy oh that tall place... ships tall ships is coming back too really yeah this year no see, now i'm just gonna get drunk again all tall summer. ships is back. my summer's the best i do i'm like i gotta do a set but i'll be back <laughs> just get my drinks hammered. Yeah. i'll be back Don't i can forget. do three minutes <laughs> I, I couldn't i couldn't go to so when i was 21 or tw- when I was no, it was probably like summer of 2016 after the parade. I start working at uh, XYZ Tavern in Gordon Square. Oh, I love XYZ. The pizza there. Oh, the so pizza good. there is fire. So good. I actually. Um, yeah. Oh, so and and great, also, yeah. I'm not going to ruin anything. Ask how much it would cost to put a little bit of pesto on there. Uh, between us, I mean, now it's on the thing. I didn't yeah. say anything. Never mind. I forgot we were recording. Well, yeah, no, uh, nothing. Get some little bit of pesto on there. <laughs> um, but I was working there, so I would always have to work Edgewater Live. Yeah, because the one time I was, like, I, I didn't know Edgewater Live was a thing. I grew up in Old Brooklyn. Yeah, which is like really close, but yeah, I never went. Edgewater Live was fairly new. I want to say in yeah. like 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe a few years old, and I never heard about it. And I was like, "Oh, I want to go." And I got, like, oh, "You got to work." <laughs> ah. And we'd have the patio open; it would be lit in there because no. everyone right 
either like right before right when Edgewire Live just started, yeah. it was kind of dead and it was that and you, it was like that haystack mm-hmm. <laughs> in westerns, it's the yeah. calm before the storm. And then you just see like a hundred people just storm. It's going now, man. I mean it, it took a little while to, uh, to kind of pick up steam, but yeah, that's a like Thursday nights they're great. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's a lot I only, of fun. Went, I only went to Edgewater Live once and I yeah. was like, this is a blast. Yeah. No, and that just that Gordon Square area, it's like we used to hit that up after we did volleyball over at um uh whiskey island we had a volleyball team oh yeah whiskey island's cool too yeah it's a cool place and we would go over to gordon square xyz blue habanero over there um and we just go there after the games and everything so um definitely got to get in shape for for do some calf raises for volleyball season here coming up soon (laughs) i feel bad because you brought this up twice we were joking about your calves i'm sure we never texted about it it's okay it's okay you know i I got small calf i mean they're not they're they're big but get on them stairs every day do some calf raises dude i tried genetics calf implants (laughs) and we might let's hope the photography goes well (laughs) yeah Well, speaking of where, where can everybody find your stuff? Yeah, so I have a website, Um, So you can go there and just kind of – I have prints for sale there. And then on social media, it's just Gabe Wasilko on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, yeah, wherever – I'm not on TikTok yet, but maybe someday. Um, yeah. You're not? No. Pretty sure I thought I just found you. It was somebody I else. Somebody it was, with it was your another game. It might no. be me. I don't have anything on there, but I mean, maybe I'll have to start doing dances or something while I'm taking my photos and see. You're taking. You're doing it. You're doing a. What's that called? The, the, are you trying to do the floss? Yeah, you're, I'm sitting down, so you can't. You're, you're flossing. You're that's like, also nice from photo. like 2017. Is so that not? That's not hip anymore. It's, it's not coming hip back. Anymore. It's coming back. Well, okay, my, cool. my nephew's 12, and I did the. I was dab, and I was like, dab on me. He goes, you're cringe, and I was like, you're a kid. You suck. <laughs> I know. Easter was definitely an interesting time seeing my like little nieces and they're like like saying like hey play uh astronaut in the ocean and play all this like music i'm like i didn't listen to that stuff until i was like 20 yeah (laughs) you're (laughs) seven at the age of like 10 they're like yeah hamlet uh is an incredible piece of work where's (laughs) the wine aunt carol (laughs) (laughs) we just uh my easter was great because now uh the uh my nieces nephews are growing up and they're starting to get tattoos so we're all like sharing our new tattoos and my my nephew's like eighteen. He's like, check this out, Uncle Joe. And he pulls his sleeve yeah. up. I'm like, it's, it's a left titty. Nice, good job. <laughs> I'm gonna get the right one on the right arm. Just yeah. gotta give it some time to yeah, unswole. I gotta let this. I gotta let this arm milk. I gotta milk it out. Oh yeah. And he did the worst. He did the inside of the arm. That's like, nice. No it's not a titty though. No, not a titty. Not yeah. a titty. Like I a titty worried. on his arm. Yeah, I thought that oh, was funny. No. If you get a, a, t- a left titty tattooed on your left shoulder, and it's the right one on I your think right it's arm. It's funny for a while. And you put your arms together. You're like, look, a pair of knockers. Why am I knockers? No, he had guiltless and podcast on one end. And yeah. he's like, I'm, am I the favorite nephew oh my now? Yeah. I would have financed that tattoo if he did Been that. like, my guy. Then he got the, go. the Good Foods logo because yeah. that's our logo. <laughs> Just Good Foods. Yeah, I didn't know at the time. <laughs> hey, it has a Cleveland skyline in it. I, yeah. I sent him a picture one time. I was like, hey, our logo. And it was just any brand of Good Foods. <laughs> and I was like, this is almost the same G. And I'm like... I mean, it's a lowercase g. Come on. I mean, yeah, there's only so much you can do. I can't do. be the only one that took And this. the Cleveland Skylines in the background. Yeah. Right behind him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's okay. It's, it's all different. 
<laughs> just uh, you'll rebrand in a couple of years and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah that's right. we'll be the guilty podcast. <laughs> guilty P. The guilty yeah. being that I was sued. <laughs> yeah, we were sued by Good Food. <laughs> the not guilty. And we lost the no but contest. Podcast. I need to follow you on. I, I just followed you on Twitter. I honestly didn't need to because I would just see your pictures all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, and I just I I, I followed like, oh, a couple days ago. I was like, oh yeah, I thought I gave a follow. Oh, I, thank I, was, you. I thought I followed you because I saw your pictures all the time. Yeah. But no, it was just people around me were always liking it. No. You know how Twitter works. Yeah, the Twitter if algorithm. If like four of your friends like it, then they just it just shows up on your feed. Well, I'm grateful for you and your friends because no, thank you, thank you for for the likes and just the support. It means a lot. So yeah. no, of course, man. Again, it's it's such a short amount of time. I know it's kind of been a fun ride. I, it seems like it's you're right at the beginning of it too. I mean, it's really cool. And again, it, you're in a good city for it. Yeah. You know, I think they uh, people. You know, people here support their people. Yeah, and it's you know? it, it comes down to just sharing sharing love and trying to showcase the city and the people yeah. that that make it special because it's it's the people that really from from. Just doing all the hard work in the metro parks, keeping that beautiful to, to the restaurants, to the bars, just the people that you meet. Like that's what makes Cle- Cleveland different than any other city, and that's what makes it special. So, if if I'm just thankful to capture that and just kind of the just have fun. So, well, you are, and uh, I'm guessing you're still going to. So again, man, congrats! I know it's been a, a lot of fun thank the you. last year and a half. Yep. So. Uh, we're super happy you came in. No, thank you for having me. This was fun. No, definitely. Hey, you can come back whenever, man. Well, I'll yeah. be able to to get a, a tattoo next time. I'll get the guiltless tattoo on my uh, butt or something like we'll that. We'll make you the third <laughs> mic if you <laughs> instead, instead of the Cleveland skyline under the G, just get a left titty. <laughs> there no, you go. Yeah, noted. noted. A G yeah. and a left titty. Yeah. I don't know why the left one is your. I don't know. Right. I don't know. One's always Gabe. bigger than the other. <laughs> Brian, we got coming up. Uh, so this is co- this episode's coming out on May first. I want to say. Oh boy. Yes. So okay. I got the I got the funny bus. I got two tours on Saturday. Uh, one at 4 p.m. and then one at 6 p.m. Both May, May 7th. Oh no, one on Saturday, May 7th, or May 8th. I don't know. He's screwed up the schedule. Yeah, no, it's May 7th. Go to funnybus.com. At four, Jesus Christ. No, four at 6 p.m. <laughs> and then I got some the next week on um, uh, Friday and Sunday. Um, and yeah, and then I get we do the Secret Society shows every yes. every Saturday uh, at 11:30 p.m. I'm not sure what the location is. Um, for the new one, but uh, if you go to Eventbrite and go to Cleveland and then look up Secret Society Comedy, uh, they'll show up. I think $10 online, 15 at the door. And yeah, we've been selling out. We've sold out every show besides the first one. And the first one, we pretty much sold out. That's awesome. But we didn't like actually, we, we missed like two or three tickets, but I mean, we pretty much sold out every show and we're, we was, can bring a bunch of good comics on. Yeah. I would have come from out of state and them. everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. No, I'll just, yeah. Come Give me seven through. tickets. It's just me, but. Guys, yeah. Yeah. Guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you could bring your camera too. Oh, that costs well, one ticket though. Yeah, we'll figure something out. But wow. no, yeah, I just and then doing just shows. Just keep me up on uh, Instagram, Twitter, the cool. Brian. Well, make sure you check out Brian. Make sure you check out the Funny Bus. I've done. I've been on the Funny Bus. I'm gonna hit it up again this summer. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, we get it drunk. is the fastest ninety minutes. I mean, hey, it got done, and I was like, oh, can you take another lap? Like, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely, definitely recommend that. Check out Dina. Check out the Secret Society. All these shows that Brian's been. And doing. I got a Dina show. I forgot. That's right. Yeah, the my first Monday of every month. First Monday of every seven thirty. Five Dina's is the, it's the most underrated comedy room in the city, in my opinion. It's just you walk up. It's a mini comedy club. You walk upstairs. It looks like the room was literally built just to see comedy shows. Yeah, it's really, really good. I highly recommend that. It, that would be May, uh, the first Monday of the month. I want to say is second. Uh, yeah, it might be May second. Okay, 
Well, just look at your local counter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then please check out Gabe's stuff. Uh, again, you know, if you're following him on Twitter, Instagram, you'll see some of these photos. They're really, really impressive. And you know, if you're a Cleveland person, which most of you are that listen, you're going to see a lot of the places that you've been to that you like, and you're going to see it through you know his lens, which is really, really cool. So, again, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate right. it. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Come please through. Please go to Taco Tacos Taco. on Tuesday. You'll probably see him Se- there. 730. We're always there. So come <laughs> there through. Love to meet you. Give you a hug. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>